0: Oh hello.
1: What's up,
0: man? It must be time for B6 Podcast. Shit. I was just getting ready to play some Fortnite, and here you guys are, knocking at my door.
2: Yeah! The fucks up! Ready for some beef in the cell! Get the beef! In the cell! About, we ain't talking about prison rape? No! <laughs> A different beef in a cell. <laughs> a different beef in a different cell.
0: Yeah. Same smell.
2: But still all altogether enjoyable. <laughs> I mean, after the first few, you learn to just enjoy. If you don't enjoy it, it makes it worse. Just loosen the sphincter, just take it in. You know, it's gonna happen. <laughs> one way or the other. So you just let it happen. You're it right! Here folks, Beef Sticks Podcast. We condone prison rape.
0: Yes, beef sticks podcast. Member of the cloud style broadcasting group. The family of podcasts that brings you entertainment weekly for you, the freaky deaky. Stick it in your cheeky, and you gotta start to tweaky or twerky. You make me want a jerky.
2: That's when you know it's working. <laughs>
0: And then open up the curtains, ah. and yeah. let all the
2: skirts in. It so it's hurting. <laughs> Get your ass splurting when you're working. Oh my gosh! <laughs> all right, we're just working <coughs> here, folks. And I and I do not the curtain jerk. for
0: do Man, know. have we got a show for you guys tonight? We are so completely prepared. It's going to be amazing. I mean, did you guys watch Hell in a Cell? Did you
2: see it? What are
0: your thoughts? Let us know in the comments.
2: I'm interested to hear feedback from our, from our viewers and our listeners because I've, I've read and I've heard and I've seen a lot of feedback from a lot of different places. Um, in the wrestling community, podcast community, uh, just uh, every other community that there is. I think the homosexual community had a thing or two to say. Um, <laughs> and I disagree with, I think, a lot of them. And, and just from the little bit we, we spoke beforehand, I think you and I are almost on the same page about some of the stuff. But we'll get into that. We'll get into that. First off, um, let's give a little love and a little appreciation to those people who, who love and appreciate us. By by giving us their sponsorship.
0: Yes. Do you ever look at your car and say, "God damn it, the thing is so plain and boring." Looks fucking naked. I need to liven it up. It's uh, naked. Put some. Put a bra on that thing.
1: Put a car and tattoo. While you're on. at
0: it, hit up my man Corey Matthews at Monster Wear Clothing for that premium vinyl goodness. High quality products. Incredible turnout rate, sourced locally, so you don't got to pay out the ass for shipping and handling, or you can pick it up direct at the source. Not only do they do decals for your car and your walls and your television sets and whatever kids are putting things on these days. I mean, they don't got CD players anymore, so I don't know where you really put them anymore.
2: I put my thing on your mom's head and you want
0: just like that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> But they also do custom hockey masks painted masterfully top of the line t-shirts great quality products brought to you by monster wear clothing
2: You're know, talking about slapping my dick on your mom's head makes me think of one of my favorite rap verses of all time <laughs> It's Snoop Dogg, and he says, "Baby was a virgin." That's what she said. So I gave her some Hennessy. She gave me some head. I fucked her on the floor so I won't mess up my bed. The little half dead put his dick on her head. (laughs) (laughs) That's just one of my favorite lines. That's so great. And it's not poetic, and it's not like, uh, um, it's not justice, and it's not like exploring the troublesome of the streets. But it's fucking fun.
0: It's fucking
2: fucking fun. fun. Sorry, I didn't mean to, to, to step on your your, 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 go ahead. Sell no, some that's shit. It. Sell some shit. That's it.
1: Not
2: Chill really some that, shit. But we also, we also have a Patreon, folks, if you want to uh, be a part of the Cloud Style family, but don't feel like coming and hanging out at either of the home studios, you can do that by going to Patreon and going to Cloud Style Broadcasting. It's our patreon.com. Right. Live streaming video and podcast is style. too
0: mainstream for some people. You got to go underground. You want to get that premium content. You go to our Patreon page yes. and sign up today. You and can change. be a member for as low as $1 and as many as 5 But no more than that. We're Man, not greedy. You can do a lot more than that, baby. Well, if you want to do more than that, I would urge you to check out our GoFundMe. GFM. Tell about it.
2: GoFundMe. Everybody knows about GoFundMe. It made rompers a thing. And now we're trying to make cloud-style broadcasting a big thing. Not like my thing, but a big thing. And so go over to GoFundMe and go look for cloud-style broadcasting. Those three words. You can help us out. We are going to invest in equipment. We are going to invest in product. We are going to invest... And uh, various merchandise that we can give away at live events.
0: You like this? You like this logo over here on the new Beef Sticks podcast live stream video? You could get that on a T-shirt as long as you're funding the product.
2: Check it out. And if nothing else, just come and listen to us. We're on YouTube. We have live streaming, or you can check us out afterwards on YouTube. It's Beef Sticks Podcast. Go ahead and check out the Facebook page, Beef Sticks Podcast on Facebook. We have a Twitter account. It is Beef Sticks CSB. CSB. So go to Twitter at Beef Sticks CSB. Go ahead and hit that up. You can email us at uh, Beef Sticks Podcast
0: at at gmail.com.
2: I think it's that simple. So, um...
0: and not only that, but you can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Spreaker. Google Play Music Google Play Music You got us right on your Android and Apple devices at your fingertips anytime you want it all you got to do is search Check us Free out Sticks podcast
2: Tell your friends tell your family members You know that's a great that's a great Christmas present right there Christmas is coming up Just just tell them about about Beef Sticks podcast That's all you need to do It doesn't cost you, you know, any money and it gives them and you mentioned, a whole year of love and enjoyment and entertainment and and us and fuckery.
0: You mentioned Christmas, and to a lot of people, that conjures up, you know, close times with family you don't really get to see a lot. Nestled around the Christmas tree, opening presents, eating cookies, having cookies? some eggnog. But when I think about Christmas, I think about Holablaze. Holoblaze! Man, and this year is going to be insane. i don't even want to get into hollow blaze because hollow blaze isn't the closest thing coming up no 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 no, you know what comes to mind when you think of holidays like christmas thanksgiving
2: what about Thanksgiving? and we got that for your
0: ass too cloud style broadcasting and 1812 records present welcome taken a throwback thanksgiving one night one where the past comes back to life and you get to re-witness some of the most amazing acts in Minnesota's hip-hop history. This is going to be one hell of a show. I plan on releasing the full lineup this weekend, but uh, we've got the entire 1812 records back together for one night before they retire the tank for good. I'm talking Big H, Slim Chances, Ashley, Ashley, TK, and the Minnesota Menace. It's going to be... The, I, I, I love when these guys put on shows. Oh yeah, and we can't forget Zero. The newest member of 1812 Records and longtime friend of the Northern Lights. Zero is coming in from Ohio.
2: Zero is coming in for one dime only. Zero, for one time only, zero,
0: ten, 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 ten. I'm telling you, folks, you don't want to miss this because Zero's been doing big shit on the on the East Coast, and now he's in Ohio, and they've been doing lots of stuff as well. But Zero himself is coming to an end soon, so this will be the last time Minnesota gets to see Zero, and that's fantastic. He hasn't been here for seven years; he hasn't put on a show here in that long. Really excited to have him back. And, uh, of course, we got the Northern Lights. We're going to say, fuck it. Throw all shit to the wind. And we're going to do a completely classic Northern Lights set. All the old hits. The songs you haven't heard for years. And you're like, why don't you guys play those anymore? And I'm like, because all we have is album quality tracks. Well, we're like, fuck it. It's one night. We're going to do it. We're going to do it right. Shit-faced Nightlife. Fucking... We're going to have some surprises for you in this set. So uh Hello come on here, out. And check it out. <clears throat> it's too new almost. It's too new almost. We'll see. You never know. You never know what will happen at a cloud style broadcasting event. Ladies and gentlemen, it's like a WWE house show. Who knew? Who knew? So yeah, Come check us out. Welcome Taken, a throwback Thanksgiving brought to you by 1812 Records and Cloudstyle Broadcasting. Saturday, November 11th at Club Underground, downtown Minneapolis. Tickets are $5. Flat rate. Come get them. Cloudstyle Broadcasting, bringing you the best in podcast and entertainment.
2: Cloudstyle blowing the fuck up! And I like it. I love it. And I want some more of it. And we're going to give you more. We're going to give you more. We're only 11 minutes into this fucking shit. I ain't going to call it quits now.
0: <laughs> and we started, started on, on time. How the fuck do we start on time? That because never happened.
2: I have shit flowing at a nice fucking pace. And we're on track. And I got it, our shit It's together.
0: amazing how That's when you me. put numbers That's on a page, me. everything is so much better.
2: Just, yeah, That's, just it's a small blowing. thing like random like, <laughs> numbers. I guess they're not so random, but still. Makes a big difference, man. <laughs> Which leaves us, uh, since there are numbers on there and we still got three numbers left, it leaves us a little bit of time for a little bit of brusky love. Oh my gosh. Ooh. I love a brusky love. In fact, oh, my brewsky. first love was not brusky. love. Oh wait. Oh wait. My first love... There was actually Mary Joanna. But uh, but I I, I I still love her, but we just haven't seen each other for a while. She's out doing her thing. She fucking sold her yeah. wild oats and shit, and I'm kind of doing my own thing. I kind of kind of spread roots and all. So we're, we're seeing other people, and that's okay. That's okay, because we all love Mary Jane. Better than cocaine keeps you, you safe. We Mary all Jane. love Mary Jane. Uh well, well a while ago man when Tom Petty died that was the last dance with Mary Jane man nobody's gonna have another dance again they get smoker but they ain't dancing.
0: I never wanna dance again.
2: Um so are we are we are we refrigerating? Yeah
0: let's take a trip,
2: folks. Refrigerator, why do I <laughs> love you love so? Because, because you hold my food and In my and beer. beer, so you're my heart-
1: So, so, So. refrigerator, refrigerator,
0: the fuck you drinking on a night fat Mac,
2: man, we've been going for a while. I'm going to crack a new one. I'm going to crack a new one. This one's empty. Crack a new I'm
0: going to have to crack a new one in my soup.
2: Um, Tis the season, as it would seem. It is October 12th. Uh, last show, I was going to do it, and I said, nah, it's too early into the month to bust it out. But I'm busting it out now. I got, oh, shit, nobody knows. <laughs> I got Leinenkugel's Oktoberfest. Um, there you go. Any Oktoberfest will do. They're all pretty similar shells might have my favorite Octoberfest, but i did a lot of shells in the past few shows because i got that sampler pack so i didn't want to overdo shells and i wanted to show some love to everybody and you know what there's not there's not a lot of things uh that that that, that promote native americans you got lando lakes butter that's about fucking it hell the initials are lol that's a fucking joke uh, what else do you got, man? You got you got the Washington Redskins that suck at football. So you don't got much, but we got lining Kugels. We got Lion and Kugels, and they got a good Oktoberfest beer here. Of course, uh, if you folks know Oktoberfest, you know what you're getting yourself into. It's a German style beer. It's heavy. Um, it, it's it's somewhat dark. It's got an earthy flavor to it. Um, Line at Googles is actually, I, I give it credit. Um, a lot of our oh, yeah. Fests are really heavy. And uh, uh, this one isn't quite as heavy, which I like. Especially when I got two hours to drink in it. And I tend to drink a lot when I'm doing my two-hour show. And then I don't want to feel right. bloated afterwards. And then I can't sleep. It's like, oh my gosh, there's a baby in my belly. And then the alien comes out like an alien. And then the, <laughs> then the fucking uh, face, the face eaters and the face biters and the face sitters. Um, yeah, no, Line and Kugel's got some really good Oktoberfest. It gives you what you're looking for, but it almost feels it yes. almost feels like a, a light Oktoberfest without losing any flavor. It's it's just not quite as heavy. Um, this may be the first time I've had Line and Kugel's Oktoberfest. Uh, I doubt it. I, I frequent Oktoberfest through the month, but um, recommend it, recommend it, folks. What you got, mate?
0: Man. The beer I got ain't nobody had before. The shit is so rare, you can only find it in the Rocky Mountains. And of course, I'm way. talking about Coors Light. Because I thought about buying Pumpkin Shandy. And I'm like, I could buy a whole shit ton of this beer and be drinking beer all week. And I wanted to have something for Helena in a Cell. And I wanted to have something that would last me through the show and beyond. And it was cheap, and I'm cheap. Well, you, and it's know, what cool.
2: they, you know what they say. Pumpkin Shandy's fine and dandies, but coolers is cooler. <laughs> I don't think anybody's ever said that, but...
0: <laughs> well, now now somebody
2: can say that. Yeah, now somebody can say... you. And know now we can say. hashtag it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you got... I mean, I, I always try to make sure I got beer around for a pay-per-view, man, because you have to. The only thing I was really bummed about with this last pay-per-view is... Um, Due to my previous medical conditions, I'm still, uh, my stomach does not treat me well. And so I was not able to like pay-per-view food it. In fact, if I remember right, I think for my pay-per-view, I ate, uh, I think I just ate regular, I had a couple regular croissants. Like just croissants, not like a croissant sandwich, just a couple regular croissants. Uh, pathetic, pathetic, but those are the breaks, man. I'm still, I'm still getting back. Oh, bring it up, bring it up, bring it down. Uh, I was going
0: to just... cover that whole song at one point in my life. I have memorized every word of it so I could cover it. I just never have.
2: I covered your whole mom. I mean, your mom's whole. Okay. I'm really dogging on your mom okay. today. What's that about, man?
0: I don't know. You've met the lady.
2: She's a a kind lady. Uh, Very Well, man, I've seen her get mad, too. I bet you she could whoop a shoe. I ain't seen it yet, but I bet she could whoop a shoe. Like, whap! Motherfucker! She had, like, what, fucking 12 of y'all, man? That's hard to fucking crawl around, man. She's got to whip a shoe or two. You're half right. Keep y'all in line. I'd whoop a shoe at you. That's for damn... I've whooped a shoe at my son before. Not for many years. I think he was one at the time. Motherfucker was whining in his crib and shit. I was like, motherfucker, whap. Wow. Him at Wow. It was cleats. It was cleats. Metal cleats. Metal cleats. But that motherfucker yeah. never asked for milk again. In fact, I can't even give him milk nowadays. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> and then, then, then I see. Cleats. Then uh, tomorrow, CPS is gonna show up at my house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Mac, we got a report about some uh, cleat throwing.
0: I love that they'd call you Mr. Mac too. That's Mr. great. Mac.
2: Well, Mr. It, Mac. If they heard it from here, they they just gotta go by this information. So, I <laughs> so uh, so I, so we did ramble a little bit, but we're gonna get into news, notes, rumors. Uh, a lot on the rumor mill this week. Um, we, we, we're not journalists folks. Okay. I don't think we've ever claimed to be journalists. We'd like to give you the news, but we also report on rumors that are happening. I like to believe when we report on rumors, we put it out there that it's rumored and it's not factual. And this is what we've heard through outside sources. I don't have Vince McMahon calling me, telling me this shit. I don't. And I,
0: I do believe there's a lot of truth and a lot of rumors that come out. From the is, WWE is, end of things,
2: yeah, like most rumors, there's usually a thread of truth in there, uh, but it is a lot of rumor today, and there's not a lot to it. Um, so let's get to it. Uh, probably the biggest thing, I put something in here that we're not supposed to talk about right now, pasty, but um, so just ignore that SDL deal because that's that's if we if we get to talk about SmackDown, I'm going to talk about it. I had to put okay. it in there, though, because I didn't want to lose out on it. I was like, how the fuck did he right. not fucking hit that? I would have, damn! <laughs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> everybody's like, what the fuck are they talking about? So I think the biggest thing They news... shouldn't
0: play Dolph Ziggler's music if he's going to come out with no entrance either. It should just be no give entrance at all.
2: Red, give it to... The...
0: So I don't dumb. Know what, the
2: fuck, what does his music say? I always say I give it to the world, but that's not what it says. I'm what pretty sure say? that's what. Yeah, it is. It says I yeah, give it is. to the world.
0: Uh.
2: So he's Stephen King. He gave come it. Come on, to the take world. it all. Is that what it is? Yeah. He gave it to the world. He's Stephen yeah. King. Okay, yeah. whatever. Stephen yeah. King's Stephen King's uh, intro music. I give it to the world. Oh.
1: <laughs> and then there.
2: So, so, again, the biggest uh, uh, news coming out, I think, right now is that it seems like this past Monday Nitro, y'all might have thought, oh, everything went fine and well. There was a, a, a lumberjack match for the title. Kalisto won it. Spoiler alert there. But it sounds like. It, it made sense because
0: nobody else could fight plan. for it.
2: That, that, that's true. But what it sounds like is that the original plan was for it to be Neville. Versus Enzo in a Lumberjack match. And Enzo was going over and keeping the title. Makes sense. They just put the title on him. Makes sense. That would be it. Uh, but the reason we didn't get that, allegedly, rumor mill, is that uh, Neville actually walked out of Monday Night Raw. He did not He did not want to do the job to Enzo. He didn't want to lose again. Apparently, he's been... Um, He's been asking to go to the main roster. He's been he's he's been voicing his opinion about not wanting to be stuck in a two live two o five live bubble and he wanted to be on the main roster and they weren't doing anything with that, so he walked out, forcing them to rewrite the main event of a show, which by the way, I mean no matter how he feels, that's bad professionally. Not saying he was right. wrong, folks. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is professionally, when you're booked in the main event and you fucking alter that on short notice, that's 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 bad. It's just not professional. He walked out, so they put Kalisto in there. They had Kalisto go over. Kalisto is the new champ. I'm okay with that. I feel he's a better champ than Enzo, although... I felt that Enzo was getting into his own, and as a heel character, yeah. he was doing okay. His matches are not good. This match with Kalisto was not good. I loved all of Kalisto's spots and nothing else. Um, but uh, yeah, it's kind of a kind of a thing, man. Kind kind of a huge thing. Kind of a huge thing. It sounds like he yeah, yeah. has asked for his release, is from what we're hearing from different places. Um, Pasty, give me your, uh, give me your point of view on this. We got more to talk about. Um, I got, I got, I got a, I got a sidebar and I'm going to bar to the side real quick. Let me know what you're thinking All about right. this though.
0: No, I definitely, I definitely believe that, uh,
2: uh,
0: Enzo or not Enzo. Neville is in the right to, to leave WWE. He's come back. He's been so good. He's been better than he's ever been. He's ran the cruiserweight division this whole time. If you're going to take the title off him, yeah, give him another shot at the main roster. Why are you going to continue to hold him back? He's better than a lot of people out there. I would love to see him versus AJ Styles in, like, a best of seven series. Yes! Personally. Fuck yes! That would be amazing.
2: Could you imagine? No,
0: Neville, in, in my eyes, yeah, no, walking out, being the main event, it's probably not the best thing in the world to do. But, you know... It, it, through through neville's perspective wwe's changed shit on him last minute all the time
2: yeah wwe changes shit on everybody last minute so uh, right you do have that. so to, for I, him agree i agree could you.
0: see where his mentality would be like no fuck you <clears throat> now him walking out on his contract i i feel like he's gonna have a much harder time getting out of it they're gonna hold on to him. They might even Rey Mysterio him or Especially or try. Especially the too.
2: way he did it, I could see them just fucking yeah. with him and holding him mm-hmm. as long as they can, and not having him on TV, not having him do nothing, just fucking dangling right. him by his goddamn feet, as if he was halfway through a fucking red arrow and froze. Yeah,
0: but if you're going to take the two the cruiserweight title off of him and give any hope to the cruiserweight division ever like going further than where they're at right now, let him go to the main roster. That's all you had to do.
2: Yeah. You don't have to give him the world title. Put him in the U.S. and IC title picture. He doesn't right. even have to like win it said, right away. Like I said,
0: a best of seven series with AJ Styles would be fucking amazing.
2: I mean, could you imagine how much media they'd get on that? How many people would be talking about that? The ratings pops for that. You could put out a DVD of just those seven fucking matches. Because you know it would go seven. Right. You know it would.
0: And 205 Live, you'd see results from that as well. Because people would be like, holy shit, what have I been missing from Neville? And they'll yeah. go back and at least rewatch the old stuff.
2: They'd be like, this is the former Cruiserweight <laughs> champion who's given us these amazing matches on Raw or on, yeah, on yeah. Raw, presumably, but Raw or SmackDown, whichever. Then maybe they click over to 205 Live and we know they're trying to get viewers on 205 Live, so this could be one way. Right. Hey, this is the And knowing the that people champion. can
0: come from 205 Live to the main roster gives people more reason to watch it. You know, yeah, I want to and- see who's going to be coming next
2: and gives the 205 roster a little more hope. He can't be the yeah. only one thinking that. He's being uh <laughs> It doesn't the have to be NXT corner.
0: where 90% of the people graduate from the program. There can be lifers on 205 Live, but you got to give them as a whole a ray of hope.
2: You know, there's been talks about Conor McGregor talking to uh, Vince McMahon. He would be amazing to start out in 205 Live. Don't start him out on the main They'll roster. never do
1: that. Put He'll Conor be on McGregor. Monday Night Raw. Put
2: Conor McGregor on 205 Live, though. He's like, what, 195? I think he's a buck 95. He's, he can't yeah, be but much over that two. They're and not going to, I don't know. You know, think of They put him right on Raw. Press. Think of the press you'd get for 205 Live. And it's always going to say WWE 205 Live, so you're still getting press for the main shows.
0: Waits for the, who's waiting for the storyline of Conor McGregor versus John Cena at WrestleMania. Oh,
2: I want to see McGregor Brock. Well, <laughs> oh, that's got to happen. In pro wrestling, you could make it a good match. You know what I mean? It's one of those things where in, in UFC, it would never be a good match. Brock is murdering him, but in pro wrestling, you could make it a good match. I think. Maybe not, but I I think. Uh, so um, so like like we said, this is rumor, but we got more on this rumor. We got we got stuff to back this up. It's not just oh we heard this and this and this and we seen the pay per view. Uh, Pasty, if you want to start getting some pictures ready, um, we're gonna bring up some topics coming up here. Let me know when you're ready. Um, well, let's shoot. So um, the Young Bucks actually tweeted Neville a picture of a a Bullet Club shirt uh, implying, hey, man, you want to join the Bullet Club? (laughs) We're here, man. We're here for you. It's cool. And uh, Marty Skrill followed the fun on Twitter, tweeting uh, Neville saying, hey, I still need a New Japan Pro Wrestling Junior Tag Team partner. Because for those of you who don't watch New Japan Pro Wrestling, they have a juniors tag division, which would be your cruiserweight tag division. But in New Japan, cruiserweight is actually, like, a, uh, it's lauded. It's applauded. And it's heralded. It's not, like, looked at as something bad. In fact, last year, they had a Best of the Super Juniors tournament. And I think the, the match on there was the most talked-about wrestling match of the time. And that was Ricochet versus Will Osprey. And I think that got more news coverage than anything else. And that's their that's their cruiserweight division. They're called juniors. To me, Cruiserweight sounds better than Junior's. Junior just sounds yeah. like you're degrading somebody. But that's our English translation to it, and I'm sure in Japan it's something badass. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> tiger-like! They're not big like ape, they're tiger-like! <laughs> I don't know. Japan, Japanese have ways of making shit fucking seem cool. That's just how they do shit, man. Watch an anime sometime and watch the Japanese uh, dub. I mean the Japanese um, subtitles. Then you know, watch it back in the English dub, and you lose a lot. It's like mm-hmm. Jap subs. Way to go! Are we ready on the picks? Yeah, we are. All right. So another thing that's actually a big fucking deal. So uh, apparently there Eat was uh, apparently there was there was heat. There was heat on Neville, and this might be one of the. No, 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 no. no. Sorry, I'm mixing my stories up, Loke. I'm mixing my Jimmy Jacob story up with my Neville story.
0: Yes, you are, sir.
2: Which which picks do you have ready? The Jimmy Jacob one?
0: Yeah, you didn't send me the Neville one.
2: I, I didn't have any for Neville. I was I was making stories, folks. This happens. We're live. The shit happens. You got to deal with it. I'm sorry. I'm getting all excited and I'm trying to push everything together. I don't even know where I'm on my list. I'm not even looking at my list. That's my problem. But it is the next thing on the list. Um, although I'll I'll, I'll get back to that other thing. Um, so another person who seems to be gone from WWE is another indie darling, and it's Jimmy Jacobs jimmy jacobs has been in the pro wrestling uh, world for 15 20 years now um he was huge in ring of honor uh he, in fact um uh, before he was released on our beef sticks podcast facebook page we actually posted a picture um that uh seth rollins posted on his twitter account it was a picture from 2007 of Jimmy Jacobs and Tyler Black at the time. That was his name in Ring of Honor, together. And then they reposted a picture from 2017 of Jimmy Jacobs and Seth Rollins in the exact same poses. And uh, and it's funny. It's hilarious. It's 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 heartwarming. It's cute. Whatever. I didn't even know Jimmy Jacobs was getting fired at the time. I don't think Seth did either. But apparently, Jimmy Jacobs got let go. To give you some more backstory, uh, Jimmy has been a writer in WWE since 2015. Among a lot of other things, he actually came up with the list of Jericho. That comes from Chris Jericho himself. Jimmy Jacobs was the guy that came up with that. One of the biggest gimmicks of last year. I loved it. Um, Oh, yeah. He came up with the list of Jericho, and he was also in charge of the Goldberg storyline last year, which was a huge storyline, and I know he wrote most of Goldberg's promos, Um, A lot of those promos weren't great, but folks don't hold Jimmy accountable for that. Goldberg still has to say the shit. And when he's busting his head on doors and getting a concussion beforehand, he's fucking up a lot of people's (laughs) world. So don't hold that against Jimmy. But he's been on the writing team for quite a while. Uh, A lot of people, everybody seems to love him. He's got a good, uh, he's got a mind for the wrestling business. He was let go. Now the reason for it has not been officially stated There was major heat on him. This is where I was fucking talking about Neville, but it's actually Jimmy, and I got my damn wires crossed, and we're getting back into here. (laughs) Uh, He actually posted an image on Twitter of him with some of his friends. Yes. Not a big deal. His friends were from a different wrestling organization. Again, not a big deal. But the picture he took happened to be at the time that these friends were invading WWE Raw. Uh, for those of you who listened to us last week, you heard about the uh, Bullet Club Invasion. So the Young Bucks, uh, Marty Scurll, Cody Rhodes, Brandy Rhodes, uh, uh, Page, Adam Page... They all invaded WWE. They came there. They, they wanted to get the umbrella back <laughs> that um, Gallagher stole from Marty Skrull. They wanted to get Cody's last name back. They wanted Rhodes. They wanted to get Hangman Page revenge because he was kidnapped by a goon. And they wanted to get the uh, socket back for the Young Bucks. So Jimmy Jacobs been friends with them forever, going back to the Ring of Honor times, and um, and he took a picture with all of them. They were there. They said their hellos. He took a picture with them. He posted it on uh, social media. I'll I'll agree. Hindsight being twenty twenty, probably not the best idea considering how we know Vince McMahon is pretty fucking petty, even though people say he's not. We. I believe he is.
0: I mean, if you if you look at the picture and you look at Jimmy Jacobs eyes, he was clearly trying to take a picture of the grandfather walking behind him, oh, and yeah. the bull club just happened to jump in the picture. They, bombed. that's all that happened. They look totally at the look photobot. of concern on his
2: face. They totally oh. photobomb. I agree with you. It's yeah. A... Uh
0: uh-huh. He's the
2: victim here. He is the victim. He is. So, uh, so you can see the picture there. That's the picture that we're talking about. So, that adds a little credibility to the story. You could see why Vince McMahon and or WWE Entertainment as an as a entity would be upset about that. Especially considering what we talked about, how shortly after that, the Bucks got a cease and desist order from using the Turkish Wolf, and, and it, it seems like they were really upset about the invasion angle. But, this goes a step further. We got even more reason to believe this is very legitimate. Um... Jimmy Jacobs has opened his own store at Pro Wrestling Tees. Now WWE wrestlers do not go through uh, Pro Wrestling Tees, which is a is the largest pro wrestling t-shirt sh- pro wrestling merchandise store outside oh. <laughs> outside of WWE Shop.com. Uh, most WWE personalities will go through WWEShop.com He opened up a store on Pro Wrestling Tees. And his first offering features a photo, the photo in question, on the front page of a newspaper with the headline, Unprofessional, which you'll be seeing right now.
0: (laughs) The headline on this shirt, or the sub-headline on this shirt, is Priceless as well. The Zombie Princess to Make Anticipated return. In reference to uh, the Bray Wyatt Sister Abigail storyline going on right now. It's so great. The rest of the shirt reads The world of pro wrestling was turned upside down with this photo was recently released via social media. The following question depicts former wrestler turned writer Jimmy Jacobs, age 33, with members of the infamous independent wrestling faction known as Bullet Club. Jacobs was spotted outside of Citizens Bank Arena late Monday afternoon for fraternizing with wrestlers that are currently signed to a different wrestling promotion, continued on page A5. And the caption on the picture says, Jimmy Jacobs... Seen with the band of hooligans outside Citizens Bank Arena, Ontario, Canada. It's great. I love I love that they make a jab at the Bray Wyatt Sister Abigail angle.
2: Sorry, it is beautiful. For... Oh, yeah, by the way, the Zombie Princess was his gimmick, and he was, he was awesome in it. And I always thought they needed oh. to bring him into uh, WWE with that gimmick.
0: Okay, I thought it was Bray Wyatt's sister Abigail. Now I sound like. <laughs> oh no
2: no 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 no! He was uh, he used to go around uh, in in like a skirt and goth clothing and all that. He didn't paint his face or nothing like that, but he was the zombie princess back then. Um, some great matches with CM Punk back in the day. Um. Jimmy Rave, uh, I mean Everett, Samoa Joe, he was huge in it. Well, no, he wasn't huge in Ring of Honor, but he was always an upper mid card guy in Ring of Honor. Uh, but it does play into the whole Sister Abigail thing, also. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to escape on you. I got, I got issues floating, issues floating, floating Floatish issues. issues. Floating issues, brother. Oh yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, it's the madness. Freak out. Yeah.
0: How uh, much acid do you
2: think he ate? Uh, I don't know about the acid, man, but the cocaine had to have been flowing a plenty. I mean, <laughs> just had to have been flowing a plenty. <laughs>
0: I don't know, some of those gimmicks, though, the ones that got Intergalactic, a lot of, like, Warrior's gimmicks, too, I'm like, they must have had some good L.
2: Yeah, you you gotta wonder, I mean, was he always just fucked up? Like, it didn't even have to do with the drugs? Or was it all the drugs that turned him that fucked up years later? Right. Because I'm still not gonna suck the dick of his ghost, man. The Warrior was not a great person and was pretty, had a lot of issues. Um... Huge part of my childhood. He
0: wasn't
2: and I loved He wasn't that
0: great a wrestler either.
2: No, he was a horrible wrestler. Um I did love him versus Hulk Hogan. That the, the IC title versus the World Heavyweight title was awesome. Him versus Macho Man Randy Savage at WrestleMania was awesome. He had some really good matches. Um one of my favorite uh, uh, feuds back then was him and Papa Shango. Mainly because I loved Papa Shango so much, but then I was always a Warrior fan and Papa Shango made him throw up with a voodoo curse. He got sick and blah blah, blah blah. And it was like that's always one of my favorite 80s wrestling memories. Papa Shango putting the curse on the warrior and warrior throwing up everywhere. Uh, but yeah, I'm not going to suck the dick of his ghost, man. He was he was not a great person. He's not a great wrestler. And uh, whether the drugs did it or he's just born that way, the motherfucker had mental problems. I'm just going to say that just going to put that out there. Put it for, right out there. Sorry for putting that out no, there.
0: No, he clearly did. He clearly did.
2: He clearly did. Despite how many clearly awards did. they want to fucking give him and, and other people in his name. Uh, we Despite to-
0: how many award-winning podcast hosts named after his love of Slim Jims.
2: we still talking about Warrior or are we talking about Macho Man?
0: Oh, Macho. Well, we're talking about both of them.
2: Yeah. Well, I don't think Macho had mental problems. He might have had drug. I think he had drug problems. <laughs> I don't think he had mental problems. I think he was a down-to-earth, uh, well-thought-out guy. Uh, misstep on the rap album. That was a misstep. I and love that album. He wanted to call out Hulk Hogan one way or the other, and he did it. <laughs> That was his medium of choice. He wasn't wrestling anymore. Might as well put out a rap album. Oh, one last thing of news that I want to get to before. I don't even know if we fucking decided on a Jerry of the Week. <laughs> uh, it's a tough call. We thought we thought we There's were. There's really fucking, nobody who deserves it. We honestly thought we were more prepared than we actually were. Uh, fucking surprise on us. No, no, this is another uh, big thing, and it goes into, uh, I mean, it's it's a great time right now to be a wrestling fan. You got New Japan Pro Wrestling. You got Ring of Honor. Uh, uh Quick plug real quick. Ring of Honor's Global Wars pay per view is this Sunday. Check it out. It's going to be great. Um, I recently found out, and I'm going to check it out on my smart TV, because I think I might actually have it on my smart TV. But the uh, I believe it's called Fight TV app. I believe it is Fight TV app. If you have the Fight TV app, this is going to be aired free on that app. Uh, and that app is a free app. It's not like the WWE Network or nothing. So if you want to watch this, okay. And I was going to say
0: that's not very free. <clears throat> and if you, you have got to a, pay for the app.
2: And you got a, uh, you got an iPad, or if you can, um, if you can cast to your TV from your device or something. Get the the Fight TV app. Watch Global Wars, Ring of Honor pay per view. I also found out apparently they they air Ring of Honor's weekly show, um, the hour before Monday night Raw. So six o'clock p.m. Central Time, which would be uh seven o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, and then the the rest of y'all can just convert to your own time. Uh, Ring of Honor is on that Fight TV. And hey, nobody
0: got time for that
2: app, um, for an hour. Um, they have an hour-long show. Uh, I believe I have Fight TV on my cast, uh, my smart TV. So I'm gonna look that up. If I do, I'm gonna start catching uh, the weekly Ring of Honor shows. But I am gonna check out this Hell Global yeah. Wars uh, i pay-per-view, and I, I suggest everybody else does it too. Um, uh, Ring of Honor with the more the more WWE takes from them, and by that I mean their wrestlers, <clears throat> the more they seem to step up, and by they're adding better storylines. And, of course, the in-ring action is always fucking amazing. And now is kind of a unique time for Ring of Honor because not only do they have the up-and-coming young guys, and not only do they have the working relationship with New Japan Pro Wrestling, which gives them the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega also, but they have veterans there right now. Like, um, they have Bully Ray, who is Bubba Ray in WWE. They got your Christopher Daniels who's been there forever, and they have your Frankie Kazarians, who have been there forever, the Briscoes, who have been there forever, so it's a nice little mix, of the up and coming new guys, who will probably get signed to WWE, in a few years, and some veterans, that are just holding down the fucking fort, my quick plug there, but that 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 ties into this, because again, it's a great time to be a wrestling fan, with all the options you have, and you don't have to be married to WWE, Billy Corgan, <clears throat> actually had an interview, on uh, the Busted Open show on SiriusXM Radio. And he had a few updates on the NWA. If you've been listening to the Beefsticks Sticks podcast for a while, or if you just follow Pro Wrestling News, quite a while ago, Billy Corrigan purchased the rights to the NWA name and licensing. He didn't get the uh, media library, so he doesn't have the old NWA shows. But he owns NWA as it is currently now. So a few, uh, a few uh, uh, key points in his interview. He said that he intends to sign talent to contracts, but he understands that he needs to invest considerable money if he wants established stars. But he also sees talent development as a long-term initiative. Uh, that's the thing that Ring of Honor and TNA in, in its infancy were huge on and WCW lacked, and that's what killed WCW. Um, you want to get some established stars to get people watching your program, but you have to invest in the developing, up-and-coming stars because they're your future. And he seems to be down with that. He also said, having learned from his time in TNA, he plans to execute his own vision for what pro wrestling should be in 2018 without, and in his words, seven different layers of politics. And we've all heard about the, the horrible politics stories in TNA. Everybody on the roster needs a direction, he says, or they will grow unhappy and go elsewhere, which we have seen from TNA especially, but also other ones. The last thing of note, he says he recognizes the wrestling fan base is aging, which a lot of them are in their 40s and 50s. So uh, for once, somebody's made me feel young. Fucking thank you, Billy. I love you, Billy. <laughs> I feel like a young man now. But he says the, he believes that the key to long-term growth is targeting the younger demographic. Um, especially the NWA, you don't have a lot of fucking 18 to 25-year-olds excited about watching the NWA, or even the NWA name. I would argue, at at the most, 50% of those people even know what the NWA is. At the most. I think most of them assume it's eazy Ice Cube, MC Ren, uh, DJ Yella, um, and Dr. Dre. So um so yeah, I would agree with that. I I hope I hope he does something with the NWA. I'm a huge old school NWA fan, but I'm a big fan of anything that just adds anything that gives wrestlers another place to go, gives them a job and gives fans something different and something else to watch.
0: Right. That's good, man. We're in a good time and a lot of these independent companies or other promotions are making WWE work better as a company. They have to, and that's what we need. As as fans of WWE, I mean, in general, we we need the competition to make for the better shows.
2: Yeah, as fans, so support independent. independent. And you know what? One could argue, if it wasn't for Ring of Honor and New Japan getting uh, the talk that they've been getting and getting the press they've been getting and all of that, you wouldn't have AJ Styles in the position he is. You wouldn't have Samoa Joe in the right. position he is. You wouldn't have Bobby Roode in the position he is. Because if you look back even 10 years ago, 10 years ago, CM Punk and Daniel Bryan were struggling to even be seen in the main event. Struggling. Yeah. And now your main event consists... Of a lot of them, you know, your big name players consist of a lot of them. Yes, the, the main titles are on Brock Lesnar and Jinder Mahal, which are two big bulky dudes, Mm. but you're still, you still feel like AJ is important. You feel like Samoa Joe's important. You feel like Bobby Roode's important. You feel like these guys are important.
0: And it's good. It doesn't, they don't have to be important because of the championship. They can be important no. because they are who they are. And that's been kind of a missing thing in wrestling for a lot of years. And yeah, we wouldn't have any, we wouldn't have those people. Because if, if they never would have started looking at things like Ring of Honor and New Japan for bringing in new talent, Vince would just keep building his own from the ground up.
2: We would get more Enzos and Roman Reigns's.
0: You know, and the I kind of almost built. have to question. You know, Vince was always like, I'm not going to sign somebody else's creation. And now that he has, do you think the titles are on Brock and Gender As like, uh, you guys are here, but I still don't like you that much.
2: <laughs> um, oh, I'd almost say uh, completely yes. I, I think that's a huge part it. It makes a lot of, of sense. It. I think that is a huge <laughs> part of it. I don't think he likes accepting... That somebody else's creation is better than his. Yeah, I think that's a huge part of it, actually. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've never really thought about it until we got on the spiel of in things. Fact, but that it... definitely, that goes into our our, our um, fashion files. We have our own special fashion files.
2: Fashion files? Called...
0: We'll, we'll just file that away in the old beer box.
2: The old beer box.
0: The old ale crate.
2: I don't know if he's yeah. supposed to go well, somewhere with that or
0: what <laughs> just more so the the yeah, Vince and his place of power Huge. can't stand it.
2: No, I, I agree. I think I think he is and I could be completely But he let
0: Kevin Owens head but him. And so he's like he's not spiteful about it. He's like, you guys can be great. Just be great.
2: I think and but you I,
0: can't I... have these titles
2: one thing that we one thing we've learned about Vince over time is that the bottom line is money if he can yeah. make money off you he's going to use you he brought in Bruno San Martino he brought in Bret Hart he brought in uh um, the the warrior he's brought in everybody who you would say no Vince won't bring that guy in um he brought in Eric Bischoff you know I mean he's brought in Everybody, and I think that what we've learned is money is the most important thing. So he has put the title on Brock, who I would argue is actually money. But let's let's just let's just go with this argument real quick. But he's not on TV all the time. But you're seeing Kevin Owens in a prominent position because Vince knows right. I can make money off of Kevin Owens. I didn't create him. I don't want him to be my flag bearer but I know he's money. You know what I mean? Yeah. I And I give him credit for that. As a businessman, I think that is usually his bottom line. I I do believe the man is super petty and does some super petty things, but I also think that he's willing to put his pettiness aside when it means big money for himself. Yes. Which... Just, I guess, just. But makes he's him not going to give you the title. Well, and that just makes him a smart <laughs> businessman, I guess. Um, I don't own, I don't own my own fucking business. I, I fear I'd probably be very much like Vince McMahon, and I'd put my wants above the wants of my consumers. I'm very, um. I'm very egotistical like that. I'm. I. I just. I really am. I'm. I think I'd be that way. So I'm a confident motherfucker. I'm, I'm. That's who I am. I feel like I'd be like that. So, uh, so we bounced around a few ideas for Jerry of the week. Do we think? I mean, do we think we skip Jerry of the week because nobody was a was that bad? I do. I do think Jerry? so.
0: People, people, need to step up to the plate and try a little harder.
2: Yeah, come on, motherfuckers! Can't Not, give out
0: this this thing to anyone.
2: I think it's beautiful that in the wrestling community we can't even find a Jerry this week. That's a good thing. That's a positive. It yes, means people are doing the right thing. There were a couple. There were a couple that we thought about, but it was mainly because we were grasping at straws. It's like, well, we didn't like this, so we could say it's Jerry of the week. But to me they weren't Jerry worthy negatives.
0: Right. Right. A Jerry worthy m- moment has to be has to be big and bold and stupid.
2: We have to keep the integrity of our Jerry of the week. <laughs> or in integrity, unintegrity, disintegrity, what's the word? <laughs> Any English majors listening to this show right now, what is the word Fat Mac is looking for? The opposite of integrity. Is it disintegrity, unintegrity, inintegrity, or is it a different word altogether, like dumb fucker or or good fucker, whatever? Let us know. Let us know in the
0: live stream comments.
2: Join the show. Uh, Get a shout out. Yes, we will definitely shout. And 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 I'm out. I'm out of the closet, baby. Fully homo right here. Um, I will eat pussy, though. I mean, for free. If you come to my door and say, hey, will you lick my pussy? I mean, as long as there ain't no uh, bugs on them nuts, I'm down. As long as she ain't got a haunted netting. Uh, that gives us plenty of time to talk about Hell in a Cell and maybe even discuss some Ron corruption or whatever the fuck else corruption we Corruption
0: is the opposite of integrity.
2: Yeah, but I wanted a word that that, that incorporated integrity in there somewhere. Integrity. I'm all about corruption, baby. Corrupt the Kingpin. One of the best rappers alive, baby. So let's get into our Hell in a Cell review. Uh, Pasty?
1: Yes. I I did
2: the honors of color coding. Color coding our uh, thing: uh, yellow is who I uh, 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 predicted would win. Blue is who you predicted would win, and green is is was green? us both agreeing. Because when was... you mix
0: yellow and blue, you get green.
2: You're a fucking genius, dude. You, I mean, you belong <laughs> you belong in Harvard teaching a class. That's all I gotta say, and that's all I'm going to say.
0: Then say no more, Fat Mac. Man, this Hell in a Cell. I, I can't even remember the last time I've seen a Hell in a Cell this good.
2: Um, And, and going back to what we originally, uh, what we talked about last week, Um, at least they actually made both Hell in a Cell matches worthy of a Hell in a Cell. They built them up to where it was like, okay, I understand that this is blowing off a big feud. Where a lot of years, it's just, let's just throw them together because it's October. So you just, you have a hell in a cell match for no reason. And to me, that's stupid. It just devalues hell in a cell. I still think having it once a year devalues it. And this year we had at least three this year. We had one at WrestleMania and two at hell in a cell, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that does devalue it a lot, but I would say all three of those, especially the two here, were big blow-offs to storylines that needed conclusions. Um,
0: Very worthy.
2: The The WrestleMania one, they fucked up by making it a, uh, what was it, Shane? If Shane wins, he gets control of, of, yep. of SmackDown, and then he lost, and Vince is like, yeah, but you still get it because we didn't fucking think much farther than this I, that took a lot away from it that took a lot of, yeah that did. took a lot away from it the fucking stipulation was he doesn't get to run it if he loses <laughs> he lost and they gave it to him that took a lot i i, I went from fucking,
0: the, the definition sorry. of nepotism right there yeah, yeah
2: i went from being fucking. I, I don't want to bring this back up because this isn't what we're talking about so uh, it's important
0: What does
2: that mean? It's not in there. Okay. Okay. Sorry, folks. I got I got floaters. Okay. I don't mean to float. Um, and that's good because it got me off of my fucking soapbox that I was preaching on. Uh, you run us down, pasty, and then let's talk about what we got and who who voted for what and why we think what was where.
0: All right. So in the pre-show we had Chad Gable. And Shelton Benjamin defeating the Hype Bros.
2: If you ain't hype, you ain't a bro.
0: And I didn't pay too much attention. I as soon as we went into it, I'm like, I picked Hype Bros. Why am I so wrong?
2: <laughs> I didn't but even it. But it was too late it, to change. To be honest, I, I didn't even see it. <laughs> I, um, I don't remember what I was doing, but I wasn't watching that. Um, I will say, even though I was right about the new American Alpha winning, I was wrong about this being this, the the kind of payoff of the Hype Brothers splitting. Because not only did they not split at the pay-per-view, but they didn't split at SmackDown either. Um, although they did take the pin at SmackDown, so again, that might be part of them doing it. But I, I will say I, I was wrong about that. I thought this was where they were going to split up, and uh, they haven't. I was wrong about that. No, I was, I was right about who won, but I was wrong It'll about
0: happen. That. They're just going to drag it out like people care. That's what they're going to do. You
2: know, I, I honestly think they just don't know what they're going to do with either one of them after they split them up. So they're like, we know we're splitting them up, so let's just keep it in the air. But let's not trade them trade to get different Neville
0: different back. Fire the two of them and bring Neville to the main roster.
2: I'd be Boom. more than okay with that. More <laughs> than okay.
0: Z- Zach Ryder could be an announcer. I'd rather see him than most of the announcers on the table. He
2: could I like
0: I like his personality. Possibly. You know, he's cool to look at.
2: Yeah, he could possibly be a good announcer. We haven't seen it yet, but but uh, I, he he knows how to talk. He definitely knows right. how to talk. And he knows yeah. how to keep you engaged, so I could see that. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything to say about this because I did not watch it. I don't even know uh, how they won. Um, actually, yeah. yeah, I do know how they won. It was with their new, um, or not maybe not new, but with, they got a modernized version of the Doomsday device. Which, for those of you who aren't old uh, NWA fans, that was... Um, the road warriors that was wasn't there. that a
0: neck breaker off of on, on the shoulders
2: it was no. like a bull yeah like a bulldog it was a bulldog off of the shoulders yep um oh, okay. and it was the old road, road warriors finisher um so i i don't know i guess i haven't watched enough of them to know if it's the exact same thing as a doomsday device or if it was similar but i, I did hear that's how they won so i'm gonna say that's how they won and i'm gonna say i like i'm the just fact gonna that point right there, there.
0: That's why they're not a great tag team. (laughs) Gotta reuse old shit. No, you gotta be like the Usos in New Day. (laughs) Do shit nobody's seen.
2: Which, oh, fucking way to open a show and set the bar. I'm sorry, Seamus and Cesaro, Uh but these motherfuckers set the bar.
0: Holy shit. I was so pissed to see that the cell was down when the show started. I was very not happy for that.
2: So what do we got? I I, I jumped ahead, but let's let's give the official. Uh, what 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 match did we have here?
0: This match,
2: or this next know. match. <laughs> this was a hell in a cell the, match for the, the, the SmackDown tag. The tag team, team title. It was um the New Day defending their champions against the Usos. And the two guys representing the three New Day were Xavier Woods and Big E, the two that I said I hoped got in there.
0: Yep, you got the bonus points there. Oh, you definitely did.
2: I'm happy because I, I I felt they would have made the best team. I thought they were going to put Kofi in to do you something fucking crazy. You got
0: multiple sets of bonus points on this fucking pay-per-view. I was kind of pissed. Kind of pissed.
2: And, you know, yeah, but it didn't, it didn't feel... It still didn't feel boring and predictable, if that right, makes sense. Right, right. Even though I, I think I picked some of the things out, it still didn't feel boring and predictable. I said I wanted Xavier and Big E, but I thought it was going to be Kofi and Big E. So this was a surprise. This right. wasn't predictable. And uh, t- tell me Xavier's your-
0: really coming into his own lately, too, in the ring. I don't think he's ever been as great as he is right now. I think he's always been good. But he's been better as a mouthpiece.
2: See, I, I I agree with an asterisk. I think he's always been this good in the ring, and WWE hasn't seen it, or Vince hasn't seen it, or whoever hasn't seen it. Oh, and they're shit. actually letting him show it lately. Um, go back and watch old TNA matches with Consequences Creed, which is who he what was. His name back then. He put on mm. show stealers all the fucking time. Watches X division matches. Watches tag team matches. Uh, um. Oh, what was it? Uh, okay, so I'm I'm spacing off on who his tag team partner was and, and and what they were back then. But that was an awesome tag team. Just just believe me. <laughs> but go ahead, tell me your thoughts on this. There's there's so much to talk about in this match alone.
0: Oh my god. Like I said, when the cage came down, or the cage was down when the camera panned on it, I was pissed. I didn't want to see this match as the first match of the pay-per-view. But then it started, and it wasn't very long till I realized why they did it. Holy shit, was this a match. Yeah. It was more of a hardcore match than a Hell in a Cell match, but they used the Cell perfectly.
2: Yeah, they used it less um than the main event, but I think I think they had a better hell in a, I think they had a better was match good. the first match. Yes. But they still More entertaining. Left, but they left a lot open to where they didn't step on the main event's toes. Which yeah. which, which is even more delicate to do. It takes even more skill, I would imagine.
0: Yeah, no, they were they were both in a hell in a cell, but they both felt worlds apart.
2: Yeah, 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 that's, that's a great example.
0: Yes. I loved the choice of weapons. How right away the Usos went for regular weapons and New Day went for a chain and a candy cane kendo stick. It was not a, a it was a cane.
2: rainbow it uh, was a rainbow uh, kendo stick. Uh are we going to yes. talk about that they introduced two new francescas?
0: <laughs> oh my god. That was insane
2: i i don't remember one of and one was destroyed named, them one of the second one was named francesca three do you remember what the first one was named it was named francesca something I, and i don't remember what it was they were two they were two I completely different um and by completely different i mean just painted different um trombones but they brought them both in and 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 i thought that was awesome Um, I'll I'll let you keep going and I'll just I'll just I'll just tack on my opinions as you go. (laughs) I don't I I keep stepping on your toes. I apologize.
0: (laughs) It's okay. I don't care. We're here to talk. I don't care who does the talking. That gives me more time to drink. Mm. But yeah, no, I busted up those trombones. And at first I was kind of halfway paying attention. I was doing something. And I was like, holy shit, did they just break Francesca 2? No. (laughs) They wouldn't do that. And then they brought in the cowbell, and I was completely sold. (laughs) This was the point where I said, This could (laughs) be...
2: Yeah, I am really glad that you brought up the cowbell. <laughs> I was, uh, I, when they brought in the cowbell, I was totally, uh, um, Christopher walking on it. Totally, Chris. Did I send you a thing about that? No. Okay. I don't think I know. so
0: because you knew I was watching behind.
2: I sent a couple people a thing because I thought it was like, it, it wasn't so much a spoiler, but I.
0: Oh, no, you did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did, you did said I? Yeah, when you get I, I there, you'll know.
2: A, I sent yeah. the, the Christopher Walken gift. I got a fever and the only prescription is more cowbell. It's like cowbell. Yeah, you know and And I honestly think they had to have been thinking about that when they put that in there.
0: You don't think about Cowbell without Christopher Walken.
2: No, because what else? You can't. What else do you think of Cowbell about? Nothing. I've never thought about Cowbell without it being that skit. Because I don't own cows. Um, I thought it was super creative. I mean, it's hard in this day and age to have um, something different, to do something new in Hell in a Cell. And they proved that in the main event because it, it kind of wasn't And Will
0: Ferrell did it.
2: But I was uh, I was really, I really loved the fact that they used the uh, kendo sticks. Uh, they put about, I think it was four kendo sticks they used to lock Jey Uso in the corner. And so basically what they did was they put yeah. Jey Uso in the corner and they jammed kendo sticks into the links of the cage, and kind of had him locked back there
0: while beating him with them. Beating him.
2: Yeah, it was that was awesome. So then, and I'm gonna walk through it a little bit. So then, both Big E and Kofi come over to to Jimmy Uso, and uh, uh, Jimmy Uso throws Big E off, and then he goes to do uh, uh, he goes to sweep the feet of of. Xavier, who's on the apron, and Xavier does a cartwheel over the sweep and then ends up getting hit again also. I, I, I forget exactly what happened, but it was so beautiful. How was, he was running oh, across wrong. there, did the cartwheel yeah. over it. I mean, these, these two guys reminded you you can d- still do something new with an old match concept.
0: Yes. Holy shit. And then, and then when the, I, I I thought that there was the end of like the the penitentiary nod, and then the Usos pulled out the handcuffs. Right. Like, holy shit! This is not gonna go good. But holy shit,
2: dude! For a second, I thought that that somehow I had sat on the motor or something, and I had switched over to a rerun of Roots. When they were just fucking whooping Xavier with those yes. fucking canes when he was handcuffed to the turn. They buckle. missed out on a
0: on a very great opportunity to show us all those welts, too. I was waiting yeah. to see him, and I never did, not even on Raw.
2: I thought about that also. I, was I like, wanted to see him. Um, my, nephew, my nephew stopped over, think... um, and I don't remember why. Oh, he had left his backpack at my house. So he came to pick up his backpack, and uh, I was watching it. And he had said something about how he's not a big fan of kendo sticks because they just don't really do anything. And it's like, to me, I think some people maybe don't understand. Um, Everything in wrestling is gimmicked to hurt you the least possible, and I don't want anybody hurt. But um, it's the effect of, like, people see somebody getting hit with a steel chair, and they automatically think that hurts worse than a kendo stick. Uh, I think of like the bed of spikes is is the best uh, thing I can use to describe this. When you lay on a bed of spikes, you can lay on a bed of spikes without being hurt. You can even have somebody stand on you. And the reason is, is that your surface area is dispersed. And so the pressure isn't in one spot, but is actually dispersed throughout the whole area of your body. So when you think of a chair shot, it hurts, but a chair shot takes up the whole uh, of your back with the whole of the chair. Now condense that into one small cane and put it in one spot on your back. I mean, there's a reason that to this day, some third world nations still use caning as, um, as a sentence to crimes.
0: Right. It and this is, this is four or five pieces of bamboo taped together, and they snap together when they hit. So not only are you getting the impact of the pole, but it's pinching your skin. Yeah. And I think that makes it a lot worse, too, especially since they actually do tend to hit with these things.
2: Right. And just to let you know that it hurts worse than a steel chair... You see a lot more steel chair shots in wrestling than kendo stick shots. There's a reason for that.
0: (laughs) Seen (laughs) a lot of kendo sticks in recent years, I'm going to say.
2: A little more. And hey, uh, speaking of that, do you know how they started getting used in pro wrestling?
0: No, I don't. Wrestling
2: fact. It goes back to the mid-90s, and it can be traced back to probably ECW, Uh, My guess is maybe FMW started it. Um, That was a Japanese promotion called Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling. And they were known for doing some pretty taboo things. In fact, the uh, Cactus Jack versus Terry Funk King of the Death match. Well, that old King of the Death match tournament took place in FMW. But Cactus Jack and Terry Funk were at the finals and it was everything. But... ECW made it popular in the United States. And this was when, uh, Pasty, you might actually be a little too young to remember this, but there was a big, a big, huge, uh, worldwide ex- explosion over the fact that an American college student was over in Singapore, and he had uh, graffitied some property there. I believe he had spray-painted uh, a, a, a wall or something and his punishment for that was 20 lashes with a cane and that's how he got punished Ooh. and in america that was considered just you know brutality and, and and savage we fine you 20 bucks we don't give you 20 lashes with a cane and so it became a big debate and it was really uh popular at that time that's where it became ladies and gentlemen this wrestling.
0: event was so world shattering weird al made a song about it or at least a verse in a Song about it.
2: Which one? I I love Weird Al. I should know this.
0: Headline news. Once there was this guy who took That's... a trip to Singapore yes. and brought along his spray paint.
2: <laughs> Not one of his most famous ones, but it is actually a good one. Oh. Uh yeah, so it was. It it affected pop culture. It affected Weird Al. It affected uh, pro wrestling. Uh, so we should talk about the winners. The Usos took the belts from the New Day. I believe you and I both voted uh, New Day winning. Correct?
0: Yes, yes, we did.
2: I was surprised. Pleasantly
0: wrong. Very happy to be wrong.
2: Either one could have won, and I would have been. I would have been. It was
0: well deserved. It was well deserved. Yeah. And even if you hate the Usos, you can't, can't deny that it was well-deserved. Right. Holy shit. That was, even, even just looking at it as a tag team match, a, a classic. I mean, Tornado Tag. But Tornado Tags are my favorite, and I need to have more of them anyway.
2: Well, yeah, actually, I, I, I agree with you right there. Tornado Tag is, is, a, is a stipulation that's not used enough. They throw around stipulations like fucking crazy nowadays. Um, that tornado tag is not used enough. Um,
0: yeah. To the point where they have gimmick matches and you got to tag your partner in and it's like, what? That bothers Like cage. Me. Wasn't there cage matches or something along the line? Oh list? yeah. There's no, cage, cage matches, matches where tornado. you
2: have to tag the person in. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just stupid. Um, I will say, um, again, this, this, this whole string of matches, not just this one, but this whole string of, uh, this feud really makes you look at at the Usos differently, though. I mean, look at the Usos three, four, five years ago, and they were kind of a one-note team. And I didn't... Yeah, yeah. They won a lot,
0: but yeah, I got really really dull to them, too. I just didn't give a fuck. Take the titles off and give them to somebody else, because this is ridiculous. Right. But now I'm like, greatest tag team of all time?
2: Now I get a chubby every time I hear they're going to have a match. I don't care if it's against the fucking hype bros. I still get a chubby. <laughs> um, yeah, these guys are definitely going into the Hall of Fame, and they've they've made their mark in at least the top 50 tag teams of all time. Definitely in the top uh, 20 of the tag teams of the new era, whatever the new era might be. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just made that up. but
0: I was definitely not very happy with the outcome on Raw. Or SmackDown, I knew it was um, justified, but I'm not ready Ray, to put it to rest.
2: I am. See, I I'm of two minds. Number one, I could watch eight more of these two guys, uh, eight more matches of these two teams going against it. But I think it is time to move on. And if they were going to put the tag titles on somebody else, I mean, I just stated last week, I'm not a big fan of automatic rematches. So New Day lost. They lost decisively. They lost in the Hell in a Cell, which they picked. Let the Usos move on.
0: Right. No, it's it's good move, but I I do hope we see more matches between them in the future.
2: Oh, we will. Oh, we will. Um, one thing about the Usos. I'm really
0: interested to see. I know they can't do it this year, but I'm really interested to see like a ladder match TLC. <laughs> With those two teams.
2: See, the one thing about the Just Usos... Just those two
0: teams, not 20 teams.
2: Is I, Oh, yeah, I agree. Just those two. I think they I think they come up with some really creative stuff, like they did with this in the Hell in a right. Cell. Um, one thing about the Usos, though, I think, is they kind of got the, the Bella Twins thing, where unless one is out on injury or leaves wrestling, I think they're always going to be a tag team. I can't see Jay Uso... Uh, US champion or Jimmy Uso, IC right. champion. I don't see that. Right. So I, I think we got to well, go. One day New Day it. could
0: split up and they could all do very uh, one well. One day there. New Except- Day
2: will split up and and that will be the day that Xavier Woods moves on to bigger and better things. Biggie probably will you,
0: also. Do you think Xavier would be the one to turn on him?
2: I think that, that's the way I would how go. How do you
0: think that storyline would be? Big do you think e's, it would be a turn on him? Big E line?
2: seems too obvious because he's the big brute. I think it's easier right. to make him the sympathetic uh, hero, the sympathetic baby. Make him face. Seth Rollins. Yeah, and then make, and make Xavier Woods, the evil, dastardly heel, who now has a series of matches against Big E and cheats to win every time because that's the only way he can beat Big E. You know what I mean? Until the final match, where Biggie whoops the shit out of him in like a Hell in a Cell or a Falls Count Anywhere or something match. Uh, a Francesca, I, on I guess. A pole the real match. question
0: here for the future is Xavier Woods going to be the next Dwayne the Rock Johnson? No. Leaving from the team of this caliber, going on to have an amazing solo career. No, he's got the mic skills, not the same as the Rock. Uh, I'm not it, saying compare him.
2: I believe Xavier could. I don't think. I don't think the current WWE structure would allow him to. No. Just a
0: thought.
2: I I would love it. I would love it. I think Xavier has the skills to do it. I don't think the current WWE structure would allow that. No. I I wish he would. Because out of those three, Xavier is my guy. Uh, Big E has surprised me. At how, how how great he's gotten, especially on the mic. When he started out, he was not a fucking promo guy, and I think being right. around uh, Kofi and especially Xavier <laughs> has helped him out a ton mm. to just be himself. I think when he's just himself, fucking any of you, any of you guys watching or listening to us, go um go on your your YouTube machine and punch in "Good Mythical Morning: The New Day." Yes, and watch fucking oh my Big God. E sell these fucking jelly filled donuts. <laughs> 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 impromptu, impromptu had no idea it was coming up. It's it's fucking awesome. I think he had the best fucking pitch of, of all of them, and they're all great. But uh, um, Big E has turned into a really good promo, and he started out really rough.
0: Yeah, he started out never talking. Yeah, That's a bad because he was. was
2: the muscle. You don't need to talk. if yeah. You're the muscle. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, yeah, definitely Xavier could become the next rock. I believe he has it in him. I don't think WWE has the faith in him.
0: Yeah. I guess and the thing I'm that makes me sad that. is like when they split Kofi, I feel like is left out of the picture entirely.
2: Uh, Kofi's been good has, with the
0: New Day, but he hasn't improved on anything.
2: No, and he's he's a veteran at this point. He's in his mid-30s or at least early 30s. Um, he's He has a high-intensity um, repertoire, if you will. So his body's got to be catching up to him pretty soon. And you know what? Um, I'm a big Kofi fan. He's never been great on the mic. I, I'll go out there and say Air Boom is one of my favorite tag teams of of the decade, of the 2000s. I loved Air Boom. Um, they'd probably be in my top 50 of all-time tag teams, but they're definitely in my top 10 of the 2000s tag teams. Do you remember Air Boom? Yes. Um, Kofi Kingston. Yeah, they were entertaining. And, um, <coughs> and uh, what did they call him? They called him Airborne. They called him uh, um, Evan Airborne. Yeah. It's yeah. Matt Seidel. I don't remember what WWE called him. It's Matt Seidel anyways. Um, that was a great.
0: Wasn't it movie. Evan Bourne? Was it Evan? i pretty Airborne? sure it was Evan.
2: I, I just know. I don't think Matt it
0: was Seidel. Evan Airborne. I think it was just Evan Bourne. And no, Airborne yeah, might have been.
2: The Airborne was his nickname. That's how they came up with Air Boom. I think so. I might be making that up.
0: No words.
2: Um, talk about the next match here. I believe it's Rusev and Orton.
0: I Dude, Disco Inferno.
2: I love Just thought Inferno.
0: I'd throw that one in there.
2: Um, I, I don't have much to say about this, and I actually got to relieve myself real quick. I'll be back before you're done talking about it. But go ahead and speak of it. I don't have much to say about Orton. There's himself. nothing
0: to speak of it. I was wrong. It's Karen Jarrett's birthday. Happy birthday to the bitch who broke Kurt Angle. <laughs> I, I don't have nothing to say on it nothing to say fat max always getting up and running away the Usos defeat the new day and a very good match would say I hear squeaking and puppies and Fat Mac and he's coming and he's coming back. I need him to be back because I hardly paid attention to this next match. <sighs> Holy shit. Happy birthday, Karen Jarrett. Oh.
1: Um. Burp,
0: burp, burp. who knows Is it i know
2: And now, Randy
0: Savage's Be A Man.
2: look like you're having fun. Oh, I broke my shit. What? That's all right. What'd you do? I broke my whole background. What'd you break? So people are just seeing my house now.
0: Great. Oh, Hope sorry. it's clean.
2: Not really, <laughs> but they're just seeing the fucking ceiling.
0: <laughs> no, I uh didn't have too much to say about Karen Jarrett's birthday. So I decided to play... Be a man by Macho Man Randy Savage for the folks,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> at least yeah. the folks watching on YouTube.
2: So, I, so I, I just gotta, I, I gotta be honest, folks. I'll I just let let it out here. So, uh, my son has a uh, my son has a couple tests that he has to do. We got to go to a, a medical center and we got to do some shit. So he, he's having his friend come along with him because he's never done this shit and he's kind of nervous and everything. So I got both these kids at my house tonight. So I just got two kids that are just kind of up and, and don't know what to do and everything's going on and everything. And so I, I'm, I'm bouncing back and forth and trying to take care of watching that and doing my stuff and all of that. So uh, so I apologize for my, my kind of oh, scatterbrainedness.
0: It's not due to his Um, leaky rectum this week.
2: So, I did have to piss, though. I will have to say that. That ain't a lie. I did have to piss. Um, But I I got other stuff going on, and I'm just trying to take care of it. And we're just going to work our way through it. You know what I mean? That's just life. You got life. You got to deal with it. You got kids going. No, I can't get my hair back to where it was, man. My hair was looking good for a while, and now it's
0: stressed out. It's stressed out right now.
2: A unicorn? That
0: shit. Like, what? Are you gonna get a Jerry
2: curl? Um, I went curling with this, uh, with a Jerry one time. Um, he's a Jerry, so he lost. <laughs> I won. Uh, curling's pretty easy if you know how to fucking sweep a floor. You know how to fucking curl, baby. Right. Uh, so we talked about Rusev and Orton, correct? Watch
0: curling on TV. No, I haven't. No. Okay. So we're I'm not with that. really. Caring about this match.
2: Yep, we're done with that. <laughs> uh, Orton won. I think we both picked Rusev. Yep. Did we talk? Oh yeah, yeah. We all picked New Day. Okay, so we know where we're at. So where what are we? What are we at for? Uh, for what we picked so far, all we've picked all the same things so far, right? Are we both? Three no, did
0: you pick Chad Gable, oh. and Shelton Benjamin? I picked the Hype Bros, so I'm down a point there.
2: Okay. Okay. We we're so both
0: wrong on the New Day, and we are both wrong on Rusev. So we're so we're, good. we're losers, except Ooh. for you. You have one point.
2: Um. Now, I will say, and this doesn't count. Oh no, wait.
0: Did I say Orton? I'm blue. I must have said Randy Orton.
2: Maybe you said Orton. If the
0: page says that, it's true. We're tied okay. up one to one.
2: Okay, there you go. Now, I am going to say this, and it doesn't count because I, I stand by my word, and what I pick as of our Thursday show, when we pick these, we pick them. But when I heard that Ty Dillinger was getting uh, uh, put into the match for the U.S. Championship match, I honestly believed that Baron Corbin was going to win it after that, once I heard
0: yeah. that. But too I late picked, to change the picks. Though.
2: Exactly. I picked AJ Styles. I'm standing behind AJ Styles. Um, so this, this might be where I lose a lot of people. Um, this might be where I, I upset a lot of you listening right now. I think, um, other than, you know what, uh, the Sami Zayn ending was the best ending of the night. But if Sami Zayn hadn't popped yes. up in that Hell in a Cell, I thought this was the best ending of the night. I love it. It was satisfying. It so satisfying. Ended. Number one, so uh, go ahead. Tell the folks what happened, Pasty. Tell the folks what happened, Pasty. Tell them what
0: happened. A whole lot of things happened, Fat Mac. Why don't you tell them?
2: Okay, You're better so, at recanting. So all, I'm better it was at spotting. Be, it was going to be Baron Corbin versus AJ Styles for the U.S. title, and Ty Dillinger argued that since he had beat AJ Styles a couple weeks ago, that he should be allowed to compete also, which makes sense. So Kurt Angle put him in this match. It is now a three-way.
0: Kurt Angle did not. Kurt Angle's uh, uh, on Raw.
2: Daniel Bryan did. Daniel right.
0: Bryan did, it's in a very obnoxious people. segment, where I, Ten I was didn't introduced watch it. to wasn't yes. It,
2: wasn't that during the pre-show? Yeah. See, I, I didn't watch it. I, I didn't know. <laughs> um, they
0: brought it back to it in the pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah. So you I had did. to. I, I it. seen
2: it then. That's how I knew that that he was interjected into it. And that's that's when I seen What's that. that? you like, ah,
0: Oh, that's the universal symbol for 10. Oh, yes. kind of like.
2: Yes. Yes. 10. Yes. 10. Ten.
0: Yeah. Yes. Ten, yes, ten, and then, yeah, I was just over that right away, right away.
2: Yeah, I, I I agree with you,
0: but I do think I do think that when Daniel Bryan's contract is about to expire, they're going to allow him to come back and tag team with Ty Dillinger. I, I Prediction? Think,
2: I don't think WWE's ever going to let him wrestle in one of their rings again. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We are here to talk about uh, what happened. So, basically, and this was actually a decent match. Yeah, um, AJ Styles sold a, an awful lot for Baron Corbin, which is good. They're pushing Corbin, and then they stopped pushing him, and we didn't care about him. And this, match, I would have
0: picked him. I would have picked him if it wasn't for the the results of the last few weeks or a couple of pay-per-views.
2: Right. and I they, was
0: all behind Corp.
2: They made it. You were. You were. You, you always have been. And I wasn't. And then I jumped on your bandwagon. And then I jumped off. And I jumped off at the wrong <laughs> damn fucking moment. Because right. they made him look strong in this match. They put him over. They gave him a
0: good sly heel um, and, 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 and this or, was, finish.
2: This was a good. This was a good match. Um, at one point, AJ Styles gave Baron Corbin a hell of a fucking basement dropkick. Baron Corbin was outside of the ring, yes. and AJ Styles was in the ring. He bounced back to the opposite side, came back, and did a drop kick between the second and bottom rope, and just fucking sent Corbin fucking flying. Like, this had to have hurt Corbin. It was a sick, right. sick drop kick. I loved it. I will say I don't think this did much for Ty Dillinger. I don't have any memories of Ty right. Dillinger in Other this match. Other
0: than lost the match.
2: Yeah, like, nothing really stands out to me. Um, but, but AJ got some good stuff in. Corbin got some good stuff in. What ended up happening was uh, AJ had Dillinger in the calf crusher. He ended up hitting a four hundred and fifty splash uh, to Corbin, yep. and then uh, um, no, he ended up hitting a four hundred and fifty splash to uh, to Dillinger. I'm sorry, but then Corbin came and booted the shit out of AJ, and this looked like like a hard hit, like he hit him for real, sent AJ flying out of the r- the ring. AJ landed. Uh, AJ really was selling this match because he sold this fucking kick.
1: Yes, and
2: uh, Baron Corbin picked the the bones of AJ's kill like a, like a perfect heel should. He, I mean, this played mm-hmm. out exactly I think the way they wanted it to play out. AJ looked strong. Did Baron you watch
0: fucking Smack afterwards?
2: I I did, <laughs> and I know both Corbin and AJ were on there. Uh, 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 juice your knowledge into our our glass. Of goodness.
0: Um, Corbin was on, I think, if he, if he was on. It was right away in the beginning. While I was still kind of like, what am I going to do? And I decided to watch it. I, I watched it mostly to see results from the New Day Usos and the main event opens. Maybe Sammy Zayn was going to be on. But I did catch um, AJ Styles came on and he was just pissed. Pissed about it all. Pissed that it was a triple threat and he didn't even lose his title pissed that Baron Corbin took his win from him and that that he wasn't going to wait for a rematch he wasn't going to wait he was going to have it on SmackDown he was taking his championship back and I'm going to go here just because I don't feel like we're going to maybe get all the way to SmackDown but AJ Styles didn't take his championship back
2: no and he lost clean at SmackDown Corbin he had Corbin in a calf
0: crusher, and Corbin had the perfect shutdown for the calf crusher. That was so great. I, I loved seeing. It that. was
2: beautiful how he rolled through that, wasn't it? It was. He didn't awesome. roll
0: through it. He pushed him off he, before uh, before AJ could sit up and pull in. He, he pushed AJ well, he down even, and slammed he his head off the mat. He
2: like he like slammed him with his forearm, like basically just slammed yeah. his head into the mat, like. <laughs> ah. yeah it was awesome I loved it mm-hmm. it was uh, it was good yep. for for and the very Corbin character um, at one point during this match I thought they botched a move and uh, God, I think it was maybe against Ty Dillinger um, AJ springboarded from the outside and I, I wasn't sure what they were going for and it looked like they botched it but then they replayed it and actually, AJ hit a beautiful, phenomenal forearm from the outside onto uh, onto um, uh, Ty Dillinger. So I just want to put that out there. I honestly thought that he botched it, but it actually, on replay, it looked beautifully done. So um, I was impressed with this match. I liked this match. And as soon as they made it a triple threat, I thought I'd like it even less. But... I liked this match. I'm sorry people for all these people hating it. Oh, it was worthy cell, to be on I this pay-per-view.
0: It. it was definitely worthy to be on this pay per view.
2: I I agree. And I that's what very, I very I liked
0: most about this pay per view. Like even the matches that weren't a hell in a cell match felt like hell in a cell caliber matches.
2: The undercards were most strong. Yeah. I, I agree. I think the undercards are strong. Uh, which brings us to the next match which is also which is also a title match it is a smackdown women's title match natalia who is the champion going in versus charlotte flair what'd you think pasty
0: was a was a pretty good match and you totally got bonus points on this one too i think every time you laid a bonus coin down i think you got the points for it
2: what was my bonus you on you said this charlotte
0: one? flair wins you said Natalia won by oh. DQ. Yep, 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 yep. You're right. You're
2: right. That was your cut. cut! Hey, hey, to you be said fair. If Natalia
0: wins it, and I said I said that. I like I figured Natalia would win, but yeah, definitely. Yeah,
2: to be and fair, Charlotte Flair did You win said, something, by you had said something that triggered that in me, so you brought that out. I'll give you that. <laughs> and I and I stand by that. I think that Survivor Series is a a, a better platform for Charlotte to win the title on. Um, this I think really points yeah. out the difference between my era of wrestling fan and today's era of wrestling fan. Cause this is the match I have heard the most complaining about for it just being boring. And I've heard that from almost every review I've seen or read of hell in a cell is this match is yeah. boring. This match is boring. This match is boring. The first uh, 10 minutes of this match, I was fucking glued to the TV. It was a complete shoot wrestling match. It was hold, counter hold, counter hold, catch us, catch can, fucking just working over different limbs. Oh, excuse me, reversing it to work over other limbs. I loved the shit out of it. And everybody thought it was boring.
0: You know, and I think I think you're right there. It does kind of uh, draw the line in the sand between modern-day fans and, and the classic fans because I was kind of bored with it too until I really sat there and I'm like, you know, this is the uh, the daughter of Ric Flair and the niece of Bret Hart. Um, and they
2: told a story. They were and then, and then it painting a picture. Yeah.
0: Yes. Like, it was beautiful. It wasn't the best match. But it was definitely what it should have been.
2: And you know what? I stand behind, in my opinion, just mine. This doesn't mean this is what it is. In my opinion, this was the best match that did not take place in a Hell in a Cell. That's just me saying that. Uh, But I, fuck, I loved it. I I, I really can't uh, um, laud it enough. I just loved it. They worked over uh, body parts, and um, and they just it was, it was classic. It's something you would have seen. It's something you would have seen at an old uh, NWA Starcade between right. you know Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes or somebody like that. I mean, it's it's just a very similar thing. And in the end, it worked. Also, like you said, I mean, the end worked because Natalia knew she was. That, that and to be fair, um, Charlotte Flair took most of the abuse. I mean, she was just getting right, worked yeah. over on her leg the whole match, and then finally uh, Natalia used a chair on her. Which okay, so I'm gonna say this. Um, it goes back to continuity WWE. So last month we had no mercy. And uh, Braun Strowman is using the fucking steel steps left and right outside of the ring. Uh, People get thrown through the announce tables on the outside of the ring. People get thrown into the guardrails or on the guardrails on the outside of the ring. And it's never called. Now for this match, Natalia uses a chair on the outside of the ring and it's a disqualification. Make up your fucking mind. Chairs
0: always been a disqualification, though. It, I mean, it, it's like if it's there steps, naturally.
2: Josh, the steel steps, Pasty. Come on. Braun They're Schumann not steel. Everything steel is aluminum. Steps. They got That was a steel trash can
0: mind. in the main event.
2: But they got it. They got to decide when you're on the outside. Is it a DQ or is it a not to to use a foreign object? I wish they'd just stick. To it's blood. always been a DQ
0: in WWE. No, it's not. An actual foreign object. It is not. Unless the ref doesn't see it.
2: Every time they go to the outside, they use the announce table, they use the guardrails, they use the steel can. they use the chairs. You can. Those are foreign objects. In a
0: 10-second time span. In a 10-second time span. You can't pick the the stairs up and hit somebody with them. You You can't pick the stairs up and hit somebody with them. You can't pick the table up and hit somebody with it. You can't pick the the barricade up and hit somebody with it.
2: It's props. It's there. Shit happens. And hit him in the head with it.
0: Not during a match.
2: Yes! During the fucking match. He didn't get DQ'd until he threw it into the ring. Then it was a no disqualification match. He threw it, and no, it wasn't. He threw him into the ring... And then he powered slammed onto the steel steps in the ring, and then he was disqualified.
0: I think you're wrong.
2: No, go back wrong. and
0: watch. He didn't hit nobody with those things.
2: He did. He, he didn't hit nobody up and things. hit him into his head. And it happens every he week. Didn't. This next week on both Nitro, or, uh, not no. Nitro on both runs on Nitro. on the outside of the ring. In a match.
0: If it's not a match.
2: During a match, yes. yes. Every time they go outside during a match, they will pick up a foreign object and hit somebody with it, or they will hit them onto a foreign oh, object. Will. Yes, they
0: will. They will throw every, them through a table. They'll smash Ron their head Smackdown. off of stuff.
2: Every They'll Ron throw Smackdown.
0: them into. No. No. They, they do it You're every wrong. single Ron SmackDown.
2: They have for every week, And I think Pasty.
0: that the 12 people who listen to this this week will all agree with me.
2: They have every week, Pasty. Every single week. No, There is not You're gonna tell me that last week they never went outside of the fucking ring and hit somebody on the steel steps or the guardrail? Or or the announcement? Hit them
0: onto it, not hit them with it.
2: That's a foreign object.
0: Not if they are colliding with it.
2: So if Triple H brings a sledgehammer So if Triple H brings a sledgehammer into the ring. And sets it up in the corner and throws somebody's head into it. It's not considered a disqualification.
0: No, it's not. If somebody takes the turnbuckle off and throws them into the turnbuckle, it is not a disqualification. Yes, it is. If the ref sees if it, you set a chair up by the rules, if you it set is. a chair up in the corner and throw somebody into yes, it, it's not a, disqual- a disqualification. Yes, it is. No, it it is. no, it Every isn't.
2: No, it isn't. Every single
0: match, it is. No, it isn't.
2: What are you Dude, watching? It's
0: canon in the show. And it's canon
2: okay. in the video games. Let's So let's get past this because you and I are, are at a at a butt head. We're butting heads.
1: And I'm so we'll right. Just,
2: we're gonna we're gonna agree to disagree. And we can match go back and watch stuff later if we want, and that's fine. Um, I thought good match. What'd you think?
0: It was a good match. It was you know, I feel like even the matches that I wasn't so into were still good, and they still helped to curve the arc of the pay-per-view.
2: And to prove you wrong, we have the next match.
0: <laughs> it's the cool down.
2: Uh Go ahead, bring us into this one, Pasty.
0: <laughs> the WWE World Title Championship Which, match. which
2: is not the main event.
0: No, not even close.
2: Shows you the faith they have in (laughs) both their champion and Shinsuke Nakamura, which is sad. Right.
0: Yes. Jinder Mahal versus Shinsuke Nakamura. I did not get there yet. Jinder Mahal defending his championship as the World supreme maharaja. Yes. I still want to see him win without the Sting brothers getting involved. I mean, they he, don't do that much. Did. They don't.
2: This match, he won clean over Shinsuke Nakamura. They didn't even... Yeah, they but didn't... they
0: still had gotten involved for a moment. They got involved long uh, enough to get ejected.
2: They did get ejected, but I don't think they did anything that affected the match ever.
0: No. Well, they took they took Nakamura's attention off of gender. <laughs> and I think that kind of yeah, shook that, him up for but the that rest of the night.
2: that wasn't when Shinsuke lost. He lost no, it well wasn't. He lost after they were evicted. Right? Yeah.
0: But Shinsuke's not going to beat Jinder. Not now. Maybe in a year or so, he but should've. not now. He should have. Jinder needs to... or er, Shinsuke needs to build himself up before he can be challenging.
2: They're building him That's down. It. He builds I mean, himself it, up.
0: But they need him to talk.
2: No. They need him
0: to communicate and tell, to convey tell emotion. Tell Brock
2: Lesnar that. Tell Brock Lesnar that. Why? Brock Lesnar's been selling. Why can't he just have a mouthpiece? show is.
0: Who, who are you going to give him? Punaki?
2: Anybody. He doesn't even need anybody. I think he sells himself just fine. He can say three words and make me want to watch his match more than Jinder Mahal talking for 15 minutes.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll agree there. I'm just saying, I don't know. Shinsuke should not be in the
2: title contender
0: now. He just came up.
2: I'll give, I, I'll give you that. I personally feel he does belong there, but I, I will, I, I see what you're saying. He's just come up. and yeah, I think he does too in guy time, and... but I don't feel, and gender... I think they're
0: being fair by giving him the early shot, but now I think he needs to go back and start building.
2: Something. I will say I don't want to... stories. Yeah. I don't want a rematch. I think this should be done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know where they're going from here. Uh this was a boring match and part of that uh, uh part of that has to go on Shinsuke. Uh the best wrestlers out there tell yeah. they can can carry anybody to a decent match and I wouldn't call this a decent match. I was bored through the whole thing.
0: Yeah, me too. It was um, definitely one of those. Yeah, I'm going to focus on other shit in a
2: moment. I didn't expect Jinder to beat Nakamura clean without the, the Singh brothers. That surprised me. Uh, but
1: there you uh, are.
2: Yeah, there you are. Yeah, that's about it. There you are. That's it's It's said that maybe the worst match of the night was the title match. I mean, I didn't watch the pre-show match. Yeah, but other than that, <laughs> uh, I do want to. I do want to say one thing here now. So we talked about how WWE is doing their tour of India. So we we're pretty sure they weren't going to lose. You know, they weren't going to uh, take the title off of him. Uh, where are we at, anyways? Because I picked Nakamura on this one. Where are we at so far for uh, for our picks? I never did add up our picks. Well, I don't know. I think you and I are one, pretty even. I think it's going to come down to one point, maybe. Or we'll just tie.
0: I have... Or no, we're still tied. Are we tied? Due to your bonus calls. Yes. Well, don't, don't, don't count bonuses you might be right up to... now.
2: Don't count bonuses. Just count wins and losses.
0: Well, then I'm up one. Because I picked gender on this
2: one. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, so I do want to say this. So they're they're going into they're doing two weeks of touring in India. From everything I've read and seen, apparently it's only two weeks of touring. So there's six months invested into this motherfucker for two weeks of touring. If you're of the mind that this is why they're doing it, maybe not. Maybe they really are. are Maybe they really see something in gender. I don't know. But set that aside. From the time that Ginder became champion to Helena Cell, WWE network subscribers in the India market dropped by fifteen percent by that time. <laughs> So he's not fucking selling network subscriptions to India. Uh, I think even the people in India want entertainment. Right. No matter who it is, they want to be entertained. I think this is a failed fucking experiment, and I think Vince is just too pig-headed to admit that. But that, that's what right. I just wanted, I just he wanted to He wants the way
0: to that. take it off him at the right moment.
2: Yeah, and, and and he wasn't I gonna think, give it
0: to Shinsuke.
2: You know, um, there there's two ways there's two ways you can go about this. So the uh, traditional knowledge says that John Cena will come back after filming his um, Transformers movie, which became a uh, what did we call it a Ninja Turtles movie or something? I don't remember what we called it. No, we called it an. What do we call it? I don't remember what movie we called it. Anyways, he'll come back I from know. that, and then uh, when when the U.S. or when the world the heavy or WWE World Championship, I guess it's called, from gender because he's the conquering hero, uh, that will put him one above Ric Flair, and he'll he'll beat the record and he'll be the standard bearer. Which I'm not against that. Anyways, I'm not against that whole. I guess I'm not against that whole storyline. It's obvious and it's and it's um, boring, but I'm okay with that. I think John Cena deserves somebody better to spar with vocally. I don't think Jinder puts mm-hmm. on great promos, so the promos between Jinder and, and maybe Cena's Cena could be, bring it out of him. Maybe, maybe, and that could be good. Maybe he'll bring a Cena brought something
0: out of, out, of him. out of Reigns. It wasn't much, but it was something.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He, he failed horribly at some times, but then sometimes you've seen that, that little shimmer and, and shine that you were like, oh, yeah, there's something there. So I, I agree with you. The other thing that you could see, maybe, maybe, AJ doesn't have the U.S. title anymore. Maybe he doesn't win it back. Maybe, Maybe AJ wins the Royal Rumble. Maybe AJ comes in at one and becomes one of the few people to That'd ever win the Royal Rumble at one. He lasts an hour and a half in the Royal Rumble, wins the Royal Rumble, and takes on Ginger Mahal at WrestleMania maybe
0: maybe I tell you what right now I'm not that excited for a match like that
2: so what about this now here's your third option what if they have another Shinsuke Nakamura match against Jinder Mahal after Survivor Series because we're pretty sure Survivor Series he's going to have a match with him and the Singh brothers and probably Rusev and whatever other foreign people they have so maybe at Royal Rumble Shinsuke Nakamura wins the title off of Jinder Mahal in a rematch cuz maybe maybe Shinsuke involved in the Survivor Series match. You know what I mean? Maybe he even pins mm-hmm. maybe he even pins Jinder. That doesn't mean he wins the title, that just means he eliminated him from the Survivor Series match. Then he wins the title at Royal Rumble and you get AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura WrestleMania. We've seen it at Wrestle Kingdom 10 for the uh, for the New Japan Pro Wrestling Intercontinental title. What if we fucking see it at WrestleMania for the WWE World Heavyweight title? It would be a fucking I like that. Bow! That would be a match. That would sell tickets. That would sell tickets. I don't (laughs) care what Vince thinks. That would sell tickets.
0: It's funny because my mind kind of went a fourth way, and that's tying in this next match with the current one and Bobby Roode challenges for the championship. But somehow Dolph Ziggler weasels his way into a triple threat and pulls it off in the end.
2: Against uh, gender.
0: Yeah, against gender and Roode in a triple threat. Ziggler, Triple okay with
2: that. I would definitely gender. be okay with that. Yeah, yeah that <laughs> would be a good match.
0: I don't have a lavish backstory the way you do, but I think that'd be good.
2: <laughs> no, I would love to see that match. I would love to see. Uh, I would love to see Rude as champion. He he. Rude is world. Yeah, NBA no, Because
0: no, Rude Rude styles at Mania would be really good too.
2: Yeah. Yeah
0: you know it's not nearly as excited for it
2: um well I I guess I've seen Rude Styles in TNA and I've seen Shinsuke Styles in New Japan and I liked Shinsuke Styles better than Rude Styles but I think any of those pairings would be awesome Uh, Rude Styles, Shinsuke Styles, Rude Shinsuke any of those three put them in a triple threat I'd love it They're, they're going to bring the fucking house down I mean they all all three of them just want to put on the very best match. That's what they live for.
1: Almost? Uh, so that brings us
2: to uh Ziggler Bobby Rood.
0: Yes. Which was actually a pretty
2: good fight. I, I uh, thought it was good. I thought it was really good. If this is the uh it looks like they're continuing the feud, maybe Ziggler isn't leaving WWE like we all thought, or like I thought. Or maybe he's just maybe. Uh, um gonna have one more match before his contract expires. I don't know. They continued the storyline this, this uh this Thursday.
0: Yes, they did. And like I said, I'm not happy about why Why come start your intro with your entrance music. Just come in with nothing the whole time. Make guess, an actual statement by I it. I guess
2: I think that's, well, I think two things. One, I think maybe they're trying to say that's the point. But two, I think WWE thinks you need something to tell people you're coming so they have to start it and then cut it off instead of just being nothing i agree with you he'd have so much more of the element
0: of surprise though if they cut the lights and he just came out you know what i mean because he could interfere in matches that way just cutting the lights because you never know what's going to happen when the lights get cut
2: i agree i don't think he i don't think he needs it and i think it works better with his uh with his storyline right now if he had nothing but um I, I I liked the match. I really liked the ending of this one also with the uh, what was it a triple roll through? First Ziggler or no, first yes. Rude rolled Ziggler through for a for a pin, a roll up pin, and then Ziggler rolled him through and used the tights, and then Rude rolled him through and Rude used the tights. Which adds something to it. So much, man has. Something. so much pale mana.
0: So much pale has.
2: Oh yeah, man! I like I like some good pale man ass. I gotta have good pale man ass before I leave. <laughs> um, and then and then so Bobby Roode won, but Ziggler hit him with the zigzag afterwards and put him out. It was yes. good. Fucking I thought it was beautiful. Uh, it was short and it was simple. And you know, I mean, uh, I love he t- when
0: he alluded to doing the sweet chin music. He's like, "Yeah, I'm taking it
2: right." <laughs> um. And we, we talked about this a little bit last week, but, you know, they were given the uh, piss break spot. The spot between the yeah. big match and the main event match, um, which they used to give to the women, and then they gave it to 205 Live, and now they're giving it to Rude and Ziggler. So that kind of hurt me a little bit. cause I thought, especially Rude, at least, we know what they think about Ziggler. I thought Rude deserved better than the piss break match. But that's what they gave him. Right. They gave him the piss break match. It was between the big match of the title match and the main event.
0: Um, it was okay, though, because it did let all those other matches shine to where it needed to. It I did, mean, gender shinke could have been here. I,
2: I, I don't know how much you were paying attention to it, but the, the crowd didn't give a shit. The live audience were dead. Like, half of them, I think, were, were taking a piss break. And the other half were tweeting about the world title <laughs> match and getting ready for the next Hell in a Cell match. Like uh, the fans right. didn't seem to give a shit about this match, and that's that's sad because I thought it was a good match. Which I didn't uh, hate it. Which brings us to the main event, pasty.
0: Oh my good god! Balls right. count anywhere. Hell in a Cell. Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon. You couldn't have asked for a better Halloween gift.
2: Well, let me say this, first of all, and I'm going to let you speak, because I talk too much as it is. Um, they ended up taking a stupid fucking concept, like false count anywhere, hell in a cell, and they made it a good match. They didn't need the false count anywhere stipulation, I don't think, other than maybe the ending. Right. But other than the ending. I don't
0: think <laughs> the I only downside didn't. for me is I've waited this entire pay per view and never broke out a wall of the cell.
2: Oh! Oh, and oh my god, did Zig or not Ziggler, I almost called Shane Ziggler, <laughs> did Shane not have the damnedest <laughs> time cutting that fucking lock off? You know, somebody was right. sitting in the back like. I was so pissed. I'm
0: like, <laughs> you're going to take the cheap way out and not even do well at it. Jesus Christ.
2: Yeah. Somebody's in the back, like, fucking find a good sign to fucking move in on because we're not going to just watch him try to cut open his lock for five minutes. Right. <laughs> he had a hard time cutting, using those bolt cutters, man. And as it's a table,
0: used, Becky Lynch. That's where I was in my mind.
2: <laughs> so, as somebody who's used bolt cutters to cut into locks, nine times out of ten, and I would think Hell in a Cell should follow in this category time is of the fucking essence I have never spent that much time trying to cut a fucking lock off with bolt cutters I've done it twice uh, in my uh, professional uh, life and a couple times uh, just fucking around with shit and the twice that I've done it it's like you better do it and get it done or you're going to jail motherfucker and uh, Shane would have been going <laughs> to jail, motherfucker.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, he did not seem to know what he was doing, and he was getting upset. But, but I mean, the rest of the match was really good.
2: Didn't take anything away. I mean that that moment did take a lot away from the match. It kind of, um, it deflated it. But I'm not kidding. It fucking yeah. reinflated immediately. It was like, oh shit, yeah. <laughs>
0: Loved it. Man, and then when they went up top, I thought for sure we were going to get that pinfall on the top that you said you didn't want to get. Right, yet. right, I was waiting for that. I was so, because the ref was but right in the ring. That right was the them. most amazing. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was the most amazing uh, cage top battle I think I've seen where somebody didn't get thrown off. Um,
2: I, I'll argue. I, think I wanted to,
0: to see the pop power powerbomb through the top.
2: See, I think it lasted too long. I, I think they spent too much time up there. Now, there's two. There's two different minds going through the internet right now, and I'll tell you the two. I'll tell you the two, and I'll tell you what I think. So the first of the minds is that it's gimmicked. So it was supposed to bust open, and somebody was going to fall through, and that's why. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, both explanations take this into account, but they only spent time on two sections of the hell in the cell, this section and this section.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Only spent time in two sections. So there's a lot of people who said it was gimmicked to bust open. It. And for those of you who don't know, wrestling terminology gimmicked means it was just uh, uh worked over or, or made to do something. If something's gimmicked, it's supposed to do something. A gimmicked beer bottle is sugar glass. It's made to break. It's not a real beer bottle. You know what I mean? Right. So some people say it was gimmicked and it was supposed to break. And that's why you'd had multiple back body drops. You had pop-up power bombs. You had all of this on it. And it just wasn't breaking. Um, the other mindset is that those two were strictly reinforced. So they wouldn't break. And that's why everything was done on it, and it was kind of playing to the old, uh, the infamous nineteen ninety eight Mankind um, Hell in a Cell match. Yeah, that 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 Mankind McFoley fell through. Um, yeah. I personally, I am more inclined
0: to believe the second.
2: Yeah, same with me. I think it wasn't supposed to break, and I think the ending, I think the ending almost verifies that. They obviously had yeah. an ending set in place that took place outside of the ring. So I don't imagine yeah. that they wanted them to break through it. Um, I liked the stuff on top of the cage, but I think it could have went five minutes, seven minutes less.
0: Well, I don't know. I love the fact that this, half, this pay-per-view went a half hour over scheduled time. I love that. Just uh, soak it in.
2: I've heard a lot of complaints about it. I watched it in two sittings so I don't know. I watched it up to the women's title match the, live and then I fell asleep because I had to work the next morning and then I watched the women's title match and to the end and it didn't seem horribly long but again a lot of the uh, a lot of the things I've I've watched and read and heard was that it was too long. Watching it in two settings, I didn't get that. Did you watch it live all the way through, Pasty?
0: I didn't watch it live. I was behind. But, but, did, um, but did you
2: watch it in one it setting?
0: It was 10.34 when Kirsten looked at her phone, and she's like, fuck. I'm like, what? She's like, the pay-per-view literally just ended now, and it was 10.34 o'clock. And it was... So so I knew I had a lot more to watch. Did you,
2: did you watch it in one and setting? That though? made me
0: happy. Because this was... Yeah. And okay. for me, this was a fight forever kind of thing. Like, thought, I, I didn't want this match to end. Okay. I liked watching them do the shit on the top. It was nerve-wracking, especially when they start swaying and stumbling. Somebody could have fell off accidentally just from having the wrong footing. Right. And, and to me, that was good. And I love the fact that it didn't end up there. I love the fact that they came back down again for a second go-around because it was great.
2: See and I'm scared of heights, so it adds it to me. Because I get fearful right. when I'm standing at the <clears throat> edge of a high spot. Um mm-hmm. I I will say I, I'm I'm split on the Owens climbing back up thing. So for those of you who may not have seen it or want to recap, Kevin Owens, Owens had climbing back up. He had well, no, he did. He had, um, yeah, he did, because he had Shane McMahon on the German or some fucking foreign language analysis table, and he climbed back up the cage, and then he kept he walked forward like he was. Going oh to, yeah, he, see,
0: that and was he, how they got up on top of the cell. You're behind time. And he here. walked
2: forward like he was. Yeah, I know. That was trying, how they
0: both got up there. But
2: I'm trying to tell you something here. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to express okay. my, my, what I thought. He walked forwards to it and like he was going to jump off it and do an, uh, an elbow. And then he walked back. A like, cannonball
0: oh. was what it looked like.
2: So, and, and he did that like three or four times. But the problem I have is the Kevin Owens I love is the Kevin Owens who teases he's going to do something you want him to do. And then he doesn't do it to piss you and off. And then doesn't do it. But he sold this like he was just scared to jump off it. And I didn't right. like that. I wanted Kevin Owens saying, I'm setting I think it up was necessary because it. It, it goes
0: to show, you know, Shane's willing to jump off shit without thinking about it. Kevin Owens got, his mind got the better of him in that point. I and, think that was an important story that, point. And
2: that was the story they were telling. And I get that story. And, and it played beautiful. I mean, it worked perfectly with what they did. I'm not denying that. But I wanted my Kevin Owens, when I seen him start climbing up the cage, I honestly, and I'm, I'm not kidding, My uh, honestly, I said, he's going to walk up to it and act like he's going to do it, and then he's going to go, nope, and he's going to walk down. And he didn't do that. And that that did disappoint me. It didn't take away from the match, but that did disappoint me because I thought that was a good way to further his his character. Now you can also say the yeah. way to further his character was he was too scared to do what Shane was willing to do, and that makes mm-hmm. sense. That that also furthers that character dynamic. I just wanted it to go a different way than it did. I didn't get what I wanted, and I'm whining about it.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, but the ending, but nonetheless, see, tell us the ending. Tell us. Owen the ending.
0: goes to awesome. climb down from the cage. Shane catches him. Bashes him off the the cage a couple times. He falls through one announce table, breaks it. and climbed down, put him on the other announce table, and climbed back up like we all knew he would. And he didn't hesitate to drop that elbow. And when he did, Sammy Zayn came out of nowhere like an RKO. And pulled Kevin Owens off the table. In the probably, I'm gonna say the one bonus point that is going to get you over me on this, because we ended this thing in a tie minus bonus point. (laughs) Yeah. Or no, with your bonus point, I think. No, no, because you got Bobby Roode that tied it up, and then we both got Kevin Owens.
2: The only thing I will say is, so I did, I, I did. I said I wanted Sami Zayn to turn heel and give Owens the win. And uh, and he did that. Uh, Shane McMahon jumped off the cage. Sami Zayn pulled Owens out of the way. Shane fell through the table. And then Sami put Owens on top of Shane to get the win. But if you remember... I also predicted that nobody would do a high spot off the Hell in a Cell for the Kevin Owens-Shane McMahon match. And so I didn't get that. Oh, right. yeah, you did. I did call that. I called that nobody would. And we did get the, uh, a repeat, which I thought was unnecessary. I didn't need to see that again. It is an amazing thing to watch, and I give him all the respect in the world. But Shane, don't ever fucking do it again. Ever, ever, ever. I don't want to see you do it again. (laughs) There are cool bumps and there are dangerous things I like people to see. That's not one of them. I don't want to see you jump off the hell in a cell onto that. Don't do it anymore. Please. I don't want to see that.
0: At least this time the airbag wasn't a complete tragedy.
2: Uh, Did you notice both? uh, I'll, I'll be willing to bet... And I thought this when I was watching it, I think all three announced tables were gimmicked with an airbag. But both... Um, oh, yeah,
0: yeah, because when Kevin Owens hit, there was one for sure. But,
2: yeah, when when Kevin Owens hit, there was an airbag. and that one, there was an airbag. And part of me says that WWE is smart enough to say they might pull an Audible and bust up another one. Let's just have all of them <laughs> right. airbagged. Like, there's part of me that thinks all of them have been well. airbagged. Um, No, awesome, awesome. Mm. I mean, we had two...
0: Including the ones up in the audience.
2: (laughs) Right. We had two Hell in a Cell matches that should go down in history as two of the best, right? In the top... At least in your top 20.
0: Oh, yeah. No, this is is going to be in my top five. There you go. Both of them will be in my top five. I'll give it that much. Definitely... Holy shit! This I, uh, is the hell in a cell I've been waiting my entire adult life to see.
2: I might change my opinion, but as of now, I put Usos and New Day above Shane and Kevin Owens. But that could change for me. It's still it's on.
0: too hard to call because they were worlds apart. That's that's my stand. They on were two it. Very I, I love them both matches. for very different reasons. Yeah, yeah.
2: how. I mean, you got to give it to all, um, what is there, two, four, six, to all six participants that they were able to give you two completely different fucking Hell in a Cell matches in the same night. Like, literally just hours apart. They Um, made the Hell in
0: a Cell match great again.
2: So I'm going on saying that not only were the Hell in a Cell matches great, but most of the undercard, I thought were were good to great. Uh, the women's title match, I thought very was great. Playing. Yeah, Rude, Rude, and uh, and and Ziggler was good. Um, God, yeah, what else did we have? Corbin winning. Was uh, amazing. Corbin. The ending of that alone, I thought was great. Uh, world title match, not good. I'll say that, not good. No. Um, Rusev and Randy Orton, not good. Okay, so I'll give them that. Not good. But Women's match was pretty at, good. Uh, what was pre Pre-show seven? match
0: is written from the record because it really doesn't count. Yeah, So that's only two matches that were really like, eh. the whole night. So out
2: that's of, good. uh... That's good. Good on WWE. What is that out of? One, two, three, seven. four, five. Seven out of seven. Five. Two out of seven. Five, two yes. out of seven. Yeah, yeah, so five out of seven... We're good to great. Yeah, I, I call it a winner. I mean, I I think I think our opinion is different to almost every other podcast or video I've watched or even report that I've read. Most people say that it's that's a good what sets pay-per-view. Us apart, my friend. Yeah, most people say that it's a good pay per view, but only because of the two Hell in a Cell matches. I say it's a great pay per view because of the other matches, other than Hell in a Cell. It would right. be a good Everything.
0: one with
2: Yeah. It would be good with just the two Hell in a Cell. Everything cellars, had its place, But it was great because of all the other yeah. stuff in between. Um so we did get long. Sorry, Luke. Uh we we were good at staying on point, but then this Hell in a Cell actually got us for quite a while. And got us. Hey the, the Hell in a Cell, cell match
0: or pay per view went over time, so we might as well go over time a little bit. But now's the part where we cut short.
2: So, uh, yeah, we got to get going. I I got early doctor's appointments. You got work to do, and everybody else got shit to do. So I'm going to say my quick, I love everybody out there. I love you like a lovesick puppy. Beef in a cell.
0: And I love you even more.
2: And that is all we have tonight.
0: Catch that. Sweet meet Street again next week, Thursdays at 8 p.m. YouTube, Spreaker, and everywhere else as soon as we're done.
2: And Joe bless. Thank you, folks. This beast sticks rolling
0: on down the old
2: highway.